Manson I didn't get into, but I was like, I was truly scared of Manson when I was a kid. Yeah, Charles Manson. <laughs> I was too. We all were. No. Meryl. Meryl Streep Manson. Shirley Ma- Shirley Manson from Garbage. Is her real name Manson? Or is she also changed into Manson? Who knows? Know. Who knows? Do you know who that is? No. Dull. Get to know her. Dull. Dull. Get to know her. You're not going to believe it. Her real name is Manson. Dude, that's that's pretty cool. She's Scottish. 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 Oh, Scottish. Oh, Scottish. Made up. Made up accent. Russian, maybe. Oh, Scottish. I hate the Scottish. The Scottish ate my family. Ate my family. The Scottish, the Scottish skin my family alive and ate them. The Scots. I will never forget the Scottish. I will never notice I'll you. For, I'll never forget Scottish. <laughs> oh, Scottish. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Oh, Scottish. Okay. Bring me his head. All right, let's go. Bring me his head if he's Scottish. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> like it hurts to do that. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? I'm ready. No. Ready. But do you have your printies? Yeah. <clears throat> Sound like a clown. It Scottish. Scottish. Nineteen ninety four. No. There's a rap song. Oh nineties. All weekend. Nineteen ninety-two. Eighties weekend. <laughs> string bikinis and string cheese. Alright, I'm ready to rock. Yeah. We didn't talk about payments. What's this? It's Bill Clinton on Arsenio yeah, Hall in 1992. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> What's he singing? What song is he singing right now? Heartbreak Hotel. Ah. Let's open the show with this. That's why I opened it. I never actually heard him play. He's pretty good. Look at him his fucking sunglasses. Yeah, this was a very big deal. Oh, he can kind of rip. Yeah. It would be sweet if he like dropped albums while he was president. <laughs> his yeah. co- like his covers. That could have been you. They say he was the first black president. I thought, um, well, never mind. What were you going to say? I don't know. Nothing. Thomas Jefferson? Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> That's our prez. 1992. When was the first time you realized what a president was and you knew it was Clinton? Was it 1993? It was probably pretty young. Are we Are we on the air? We're on the air. Oh. No, don't include what I said about being the first black president. I don't want that. Really Why? That's a that's a common thing. <laughs> you didn't, I mean, we don't back that. That's just a thing that people said all the time. Let's start over. Why? 
That was a fun little exchange. Yeah, I think we're good. You're What's fine. Up? You're fine. Welcome to the board bills. You this worry is too oh, much, Danny. God, you great. worry too much. This is board ass Branny. Hey guys. <laughs> Dave Collode. <laughs> hey guys, Dave Collode. This is questionably racist, Dan. No. You were just quoting the people. No, Dan. no, no, no. The the United States general public was questionably racist and still are. <laughs> I think unquestionably racist. More than ever. Yeah. I had these flashcards mm. that uh, it was a set of cards with the each president's picture and info info on them. Pretty young. And so, were you like, Mommy, who's president now? Or did you do that? It had Clinton in there, though. Oh. So it had to have been, you know, a little after that. Mm. Um, he, was he wearing the sunglasses and had a sax with him? Yep. That was his presidential portrait. Love it. Um, yeah, so 1992. How about this? Remember this one? Not gonna do it. <laughs> that was his last year as president, 92. Yep, that's right. He uh, was a lame duck. Was that your, uh, quack, quack. Was that your Dana Carvey impression? Not gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna that. Not gonna that. It's the board bills. <laughs> but did you say your name yet? Yeah, we all said yeah, our names. Yeah, we did. We're, uh, we're deep in it now. Ninety-two. What we're a great deep in it. Not quite like nineteen ninety-two is to the nineties. It's not quite deep in it, but we're getting there. Yeah. Where were you in ninety-two? I was. I was a kid. How about you? <laughs> Same. <laughs> Three years old. Were you in school yet? I was in pre-K, maybe at the end of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Probably end of this yes, year. I, was, I think. I was just about started. to yeah. meet. Sean Stepwani in preschool. <laughs> really? <laughs> parents about to get divorced. Little did I know. Did you, was it 92? What? When did your parents get divorced? 92? 94 or 95. Oh, oh okay. come on. Oh. You have a lot of time. Why even bring it up? Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying how, you know, at that point, things are about to happen. Yeah, you were sensing it. 92, I'm all moved into my home in Brick, New Jersey at this point. Mm. I think previous to this. I was the um, safest town in in America at one point. At right? one point, yeah, mm-hmm. did, yeah, yes. Right next to one of the not safe towns. What's the non-safe one? Tom's River was pretty bad for a bit. Oh, still is, I think. Yeah, brutal. Oh, that's right. Safe. You were so you were safe. You were. Did you feel safe? You felt the safety. Yeah, it felt always felt very safe. <laughs> um, born in New York, though. I was born in New York. Oh, New York City. And now you're back, L- baby. Lived, lived, oh, lived shit. here with my parents full time. I think only for like a year. You're back. And then. And mommy and daddy are nowhere to be found. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah, I'm back to my roots. <laughs> um. Yeah. So 1992. We're about to see a. Well, uh, hold on. I didn't say where I was. Oh, okay. People want to know. 92. I was a kid, as I said, but I was also three years old for most of the year. Turned four. At the end. And uh, I was in preschool and one point and I had a lot of, I didn't have a lot of friends, but <laughs> still don't, still don't. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing, mo- no, I wasn't, I got a little taller, but uh, nothing else has changed really. So you had a growth spurt in 92 in high school and then in 2018. Isn't it true your head stays the same same size? No, no, no. Your <laughs> eyes. eyes stay the same size. <laughs> yeah, Dave has a, a baby's head. L- yeah, listeners, you haven't seen what he looks like yet. You prepare yourself. He has a baby's head. Your, I guess your muscles grow. I mean, do your organs grow? They must. Yeah. What? <laughs> I knew, Think about well, how tiny you are. I knew something say the same. It's your eyes. It's just your, your eyes? Your eyes, yeah. That's why you're cute. 
That's why you're cute. If that's even true, that could be a myth. Right, that might be a myth too. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because like babies' heads are small, so th- like, do they all really have those giant ass eyes? Well, Maybe. you know what? Your eyes stay the same size. That's what we're saying. That's what we're talking the balls, about. Balls, but the pupils keep growing larger and larger. Oh shit! All right, we're moving on from this. <laughs> 1992. <laughs> Can we start over? Or? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd still like to start over. <laughs> we're about to. Uh, Dave, is your mic turned the right way? It's. It is. We're <laughs> Doesn't look like it. <laughs> no, it is. It looks like it's at a weird angle. Wait, Dan, what's that over there? Quick, turn it around. Turn it around. Turn. Okay, he just turned his turn it around to the wrong side. Oh, I'm side. back. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> season two. We're about to get into <laughs> s- some new territory here with these charts. We're in a booth. That's right. Things I'm are about to change. Very you know? excited about this episode. <laughs> We've been um, dealing with these long-ass charts that have a lot of hits on them. Straining our backs and our minds. Yeah. And so now... The, it's the numbers start to go down. Yeah, less less charts, less hits, less in, hits in one year, and a little bit more free time in the intro for us to talk shit. Except, eh. what? Not true. Oh, because what are we doing? We're making it longer again. <laughs> <laughs> We're adding a minimum of twelve songs. Um, no, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, minimum of twelve songs. You're right. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. But still not as long as 1991. No. No. Yeah. no. And uh, yeah, so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going through the normal charts, mm-hmm. and then each of us have a specific uh, category that we're going to be representing. Yeah. Dan? So it's normally the Hot 100. That's our standard chart that we go through every episode. We all represent that. We share yeah. duties for that. All the number ones of the year, the Hot 100. Going to continue doing that for every year throughout the 90s and uh-huh. beyond. Um. The chart that I will be individually covering as a bonus chart, three songs each, like we said, I will be covering the dance charts. It is officially called, there's a specific name for this that I have ready in front of me. It is the Dance Club Songs chart from Billboard. Right. That's what you're covering in 1992. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, should I say the name of the person who will be covering? No, the no, charts? no, okay. save that. Okay. That's my bonus chart, three songs ready to go. The hit number one of the Dance Club Songs chart. Yes, um, and then I will be covering um, from the 1992 the hot R&B slash hip hop songs. Mm. Um, Amazing. Depending on the year, yeah. I may be representing the straight up rap chart or just the right. adult like the R&B chart. Right. Um, but there is one that's mixed, so it, it's going to depend on the year. Um, yeah. And there's actually a couple more charts that get added as we go, but for now this week. Or this year, I'll be doing the R&B slash hip-hop chart. Right. And I am, since I'm the oldest, will be doing, and the most mature, and the person who's got his life together, not to insult you guys, but we all know it's true. Adult contemporary is me. I'm going to be covering that chart. Me, me, me. And similar to the uh, tracks on tracks on tracks format, we uh, don't know what songs each other's don't. covering. Right. We did our own personal not, research. We've mm. not listened to the other charts. I've been wanting to kind of check right. out the dance charts, but I didn't. Right. I didn't even I, look. I, I didn't even look. Exactly. Same. Yeah. I chose not to as well. So this will be a big surprise for us um, after we cover the uh, number one songs first yeah. of the year. And then there's Hot a bonus 100. chart. Those are going to be the mainstays. R&B, hip-hop, yeah. adult, contemporary, and dance. And dance. Those will be mainstays. Always. For the rest of the bill- board bills of the 90s. But... We are then, uh, I guess, uh, sharing responsibility. Or we're we may have a guest cover a bonus chart yeah. one of the years too. I think we'll probably do that. Yeah, we're alternating yeah. responsibilities for an additional chart because there's other charts that we're 
going on in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what that is. I am doing it, but it's a special surprise, and I'll tell you when we get to it. Okay. Should we... Okay, no. We'll, it's we'll, a special we'll, surprise. We'll get to it. No, yeah. it's a special surprise. <laughs> so, um, so Keep it special. ultimately, we're doing this because the 90s number one Hot 100 songs, there's just way less songs. There's way less. Uh-huh. There's going to be yeah. a couple years where there's, I think, less Two than songs. 10. One year... I w- Nine or songs. Like I, yeah, I think ten might be the least amount. I don't. I don't exactly remember. It's um, so small. It's so like small. from ten to fifteen songs most years. I know one of the years in the later nineties, like ninety eight, I believe, has a little more. Has like yeah, eighteen yeah, yeah, or yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that year we don't. Maybe we shave what we do. Right. Right. But anyway, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Right, so right now, let's but jump also, in. Oh. we know our fans love these three hour long board bills episodes. That's why <laughs> we're adding more songs. That's right. So let's let's start it off. The shortest year we've covered so far, I think. Yes. 92. This is, um, so carrying over from the end of 1991, we have Black or White, Michael Jackson. It spent four weeks at the end of the year on the chart, Mm -hmm. and now it's starting off with three more weeks to start off 1992. So last year, we didn't have a hangover from the previous year. No hangover. And this year, we did. Because we didn't drink that much uh, New Year's Eve that year. We we stayed in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> this song, from said we co- we co- we we, uh, we captured it last time. Yeah, but we refer to our 1991 yeah, episode is- featuring uh, Leslie. That's um, right. Yeah, but this has uh, got some killer production, as we said, genius melding of styles. Uh, and I've noticed he says black or white, but he never says really anything about Asians or like Latinos, really. So maybe they're not kosher. Maybe they're not cool. <laughs> But black or white, I think that, you know what? Care. I think that's definitely his message. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're gonna just jump ahead since yeah, we already talked since about we already this. talked about it. Um, and Dan has already checked out of the episode, so this will go great. No, I just I wanted to pull up uh, the. Never mind. No, maybe he's checking in on uh, uh, some website or something. All right, yeah. so now we have <laughs> exactly right returning returning uh, favorite from last year, "Color Me Bad, Bad" with "All for Love," not. The song with Sting and, or is that all for one? That's all for, That's one. All for one. Okay, <laughs> just wanted to make sure you weren't confused like I was. This is Color Me Bad, All for Love, um, January twenty fifth. January twenty fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, so these like should have been only one hit wonders, right? Sneaked in a second number one song, and it still wasn't their signature song, which no. was uh, what's it called? Sex I, Me Up. I want to sex you up. Not a number one song. No. I think it's on another chart. A little spoiler. But oh, oh it, it might be. Yeah, I, th- I yep. think it did show up. Did show up on one of the other charts, but. Um, this is on the same album mm-hmm. we talked about on the last episode. This was on the one the infamous My Parents cassette collection that mm-hmm. me and Dave stole and put in his Windstar minivan. This was this might have been the first song on the album. I could be wrong. Maybe on one of the I, sides. No, no, no. Sex me up is definitely track one. Yeah, it's definitely track one. I remember okay. that because that tick top you won't stop. Okay. Tick pop. You know what? You know what? This feels like a track two actually. This is. I think it is number two. Okay. This, yeah. 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 Um, really fun throwback vibe. Fun, breezy, yeah. block party track. Get the grill going. It's summertime. Yeah. Uh, um, even though it's January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To clarify, uh, I want to sex you up. Did hit number one in 1991 on the R&B chart. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. 91. Okay. That's, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So this video is yes. really funny. They're dancing in the foyer of a, of a home by the stairs, mm-hmm. doing some pretty great dance moves. Um, I, I texted... Uh, 
our friend uh, Jack from high school. Okay. Uh, who? Because she used to take photos with one isolated color. Yes. All the time with her like brand <laughs> yeah. new can- and that's and everything what, else would be black and white. And, and that's what this video was. But she. Uh, before Instagram was was a thing, she was doing, doing things that. like that. Yeah, very, right. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very innovative. Because In, <laughs> uh, uh, it was a built-in thing to the camera, I guess she said. Um, but yeah, this video features that effect all over the place. Like, all the, the camera, purples yeah. are are out, and um, our favorite member of the of the band sings this song. I, I call him the gangster one. He's the uh, white guy, but he's he's the most gangster. <laughs> he has a really uh, is it not the, pencil thin mustache. The George Michael looking guy. Well, no, no, I think, no, I think no. the other guy is more George Michael. I know, we, uh, yes, according to what you're saying, this guy is the George he's Michael guy. He's more lion-esque. Yeah. When you're talking about the guy who's like like the the, no. the really, sh- like, there's a Spanish edged. guy. Yes. He's not George Michael. I know, he, but he looks, he more, looks like George, more like George, George Michael, Michael than this guy does. This guy is kind of his own <laughs> okay, thing. Yeah. He, okay, yeah, you're right. You're he's right. a real soulful white guy. Um, he has like a full goatee, but the mustache is more pronounced. Right. But it's also <laughs> a thinner mustache, not a full. Right. Uh, lipped upper lip mustache. He has a very cool look, and, and he swaggers hard as hell. Like he's got like a great walk, a pimp walk. I'd say. Did, did we talk about his outfit in the "I Adore Me More" video from from No? From but that's a different song. We shouldn't really do that. Yeah, we can't go. But back. we're talking about his vibe, though. It's amazing. Anyway, he's got. Right. He's the most gangster. Everybody else is a nerd. He must feel like I'm. I how to get uh, matched up with these nerds? But I also want to say one of the worst band names of all time. Color Me Bad? So bad. With two Ds. Yeah. Bad with two Ds. Yeah, yeah it's brutal. <laughs> I like the album, though. I really do. You no, know, they're it's, talented. Yeah, it's very it's fun. It's fun, but yeah. it's a bad name. One of the better boy bands, I'd say. It couldn't survive. That's a one album name. Yeah. It's not It's not very timely. Right. I'm sure they uh, had other albums. I've never sorry. listened to them. I, I don't know. No. Um, around this time, so we're in January... Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind album I mentioned it in the last episode It goes to number one On the US Billboard 200 chart Establishing the widespread popularity Of the grunge movement of the 90s Paul Simon is the first major artist To tour South Africa After the end of the um, UN cultural boycott Um, Yeah, let's keep going Japan, January 13th Japan apologizes for forcing Korean women into sexual slavery During World War II Perfect. Yeah. Oh, so that well, that was what a song there? Dave Dave put in this. Song. Oh, okay, yeah. So that song samples a old. Yeah, was what's the song called? It patched my heart by the Mad Lads. And so like, they use like a couple breaks and stuff like that, same flavor, but they sped it up, I think, and right. add a little more yeah. polish and drums to it. Yeah. The only thing I was gonna say about this was yeah. check out the subreddit Mad Lads. It's very funny. <laughs> really? Mad, Mad Lads is like a term for. Like a, a person that did an insane thing, like holy shit, I can't believe he did that. But the memes on are all like very lame things. Like it's like this, like I told Dean to lay down on the floor, and he actually did it. The absolute madman. So it's just like a bunch of square guys <laughs> doing uh, doing like, like normal things. But like, can you believe he did that? It's yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really funny. That's fun. Uh, so check out Mad Lance on Reddit. <laughs> Great. Oh. Okay. So been- when I previously brought this song up. On the podcast, this is "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me." Um, George Michael and Elton John, uh, mm-hmm. one week on the chart. February I did 1st. not know that it was going to appear as a number one hit. Yeah. Who would have thought? Yeah, that? yeah, me neither. Who would have thought that? The uh, much talked about duets Elton John album that I feel like I referred to. Well, yeah. What episode did we talk about this song? On faith. On faith. On faith. On faith. Episode. Um, okay. Albums. And but we play this because of his vocal performance is, is incredible. It, it's amazing, um, and the video is so. The live video oh, is so good with El- Elton John wearing this like flat-brimmed hat. Yeah, <laughs> I believe that's her cover photo 
on our Facebook. Y- yes. Them performing. Uh, uh, listener of the show, guest on one of the on 1990, Joe Macavecchi made us aware of it. I'm pretty right, sure says, of that picture. He was like, "This is your aesthetic." Said y'all's aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it is all it's us as aesthetic, but. This is technically a trio because Brandon pointed out on a previous Power Hour that Elton John is technically a duo. <laughs> um, this song gets me sentimental about that Faith episode, too. I think about that. That was a good time. <laughs> sentimental about recording the Faith episode? <laughs> the one that we put off. Uh, we, yeah. had to, we put it off for a while, yeah. We're in the same exact uh, chair positions as we were when we recorded that, too. And I, yeah. we're, we're a little older, though, now. <laughs> <laughs> a little wiser. A little wiser. Yeah. I actually am older. Yeah. You're actually a year old. Well, age. Uh, <laughs> number wise. Yes. Number me, uh, me too. Older. And me, you are too. Me too. Hey. Oh, yeah. we 29 Club. We we yeah, are. we didn't me celebrate your birthday on the podcast. How no, that we didn't. I, uh, I, I forgot. <laughs> um, so this was never my favorite Elton song, especially when uh, compared to his other power ballads. Yeah. But this powerful performance by both. Sorry, all three legendary uh, performers <laughs> deepened my appreciation for it, I yeah, think. This is the superior version. And um, Elton, he hasn't uh, shown up, or they haven't showed up yet, but um, he uh, he kind of <laughs> he kind of ups the vocal prowess because his hands are freer from the keyboard. So he gets this, like, shine as a vocalist, and maybe that's, like, the pressure's on him. He's like, you know, they're going to know me as a vocalist, not just a keyboard vocalist right that, that's true that's a, that's a really good point yeah i'm, I'm actually going to fast like forward that. to that part for any listeners that didn't listen to our faith episode mm-hmm. i'm going to go to some of this yeah oh, so wait, there's on. elton doing the can you go to when he um uh, introduces him now oh yeah because this is i you got to hear that like the audience yeah yeah they lose their so shit excited. so is, they, this, is it a surprise it was a surprise okay, they yeah. practiced it on sound stages uh-huh. like elton coming out and, and film they practiced how they were going to film it but the yeah. audience didn't know. Listen to this right here. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Elton John. Yeah. They're going How nuts. excited would that be? Yeah. would be crazy. Um, Two Brit- British legends. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would say Elton was actually upset because um, Michael keeps calling him Mr. Elton John. And he uh, he actually recently was knighted. He was oh, a sir at that point. Yeah. Very disrespectful. Wow. I, I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird to hear him be called Mr. Elton John. Because it's been Sir for so long. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if he was a Sir at this point. I did feel he, like maybe not yet, but I don't know. He got knighted? There's no way to know. know. Pre or post Lion King, did he get knighted? <laughs> That's right around this uh, time, right? Not, Lion King put him on the, back on the map, I think. Lion King's 94? 95? Yes, 94. So, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, and the original version you put on here, too. What do you think of the original version? Are you... Uh, a fan of the production? Yeah, it's. I like it. I just I listened to the other one much more. So, it's cool to hear young Elton. Oh yeah, his voice. Young Elton has a, a cooler voice, I think. Although I do love older, deeper uh, Elton. Yeah, yeah. There's this album is from yeah. what seventy? I don't know, seventy four or something. Seventy four. It says, "Wow, Stumpy or Dumpy." <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> wait. Now he's dumpy. Now he's dumpy. Nah, well, he's yeah. been dethroned. Well, um, yes. Uh, yes. Listeners you know, know that yet? Uh, <laughs> listeners well, know. Oh, that may oh. be a spoiler. That might be a spoiler. Well, well, yeah. Whatever. They don't, they don't even. They don't, nobody. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're not gonna know what we're talking about. Yeah. All right, it's fine. Anyway, we're moving on. Re- really, before we jump into this, re- okay? Yeah, because one of the most ridiculous songs of all time. Um, you, you, you don't want to play it. Well, well I want to. I want to hear it. Say the beginning is very important. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. give me a second. Um, 
February, new kids on the block interrupt their tour to perform on the Arsenio Hall show in response to rumors that the group lip syncs its concerts. So I guess it's kind of like a Millie Vanilli response. New kids on the block got accused of this as well. And they're performing on Arsenio Hall. They'd be like, no, we don't. Um, <laughs> and then also as we um, get into this, this new uh, other song <laughs> we're about to turn on, uh, February 18th, Vince Neil leaves Motley Crue oh. after uh, 11 years as the band's lead singer to spend more time on his career as a racing car driver. Does he? Did he do that? That's what it says. Yes. <laughs> yes I don't know he, if he went pro or not. I want to know. All right. Let's okay. play this next song. I'm too sexy for my love. Too sexy All right, here we go. Love, love, I love this guy's voice. Okay, so this funny. is Right Said Fred. I'm too sexy. Three weeks. Now, <laughs> let me tell you something. I use this uh-huh. this device a lot, saying you couldn't have paid me, blah blah blah. To do. I would have never in my life have remembered the hook of the song. The like the really yeah the the catwalk part. Oh, that part. Yeah. I only remember the I'm too sexy. This is a hook. Right, but like the like yeah, the free chorus, I guess. That's more of like a, that's like more of a different part. Oh, okay. This is the hook. Right. But I mean like the the um or the more the melodic hook? like the hook is I'm huh? a model. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally had no memory of that. Um, the, it's, uh, it's deliberately lazy. I love yeah. how he delivers the vocals. Yeah. This part. Speaking of catwalk, he sounds like a lazy cat. It's a little cat, catish styling of vocal. He says, "Shake my little tush" at one point. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is I watched a couple other videos of them. They were very self-aware. It wasn't. Oh, very self-aware. It wasn't a thing. You have to be where they were. So, because him and his brother ran a gym together, and would sing this. Are they American? No. No way. Okay. No way. They were uh, doing this type of thing, like I'm too sexy in the mirror, and they tried to make it an indie like rock song. Really? But when they got with producers, this is the right vibe for it. Definitely, it's the quintessential down the runway, walking down the runway song. The runway catwalk. The models song. really walk down the runway to this song. I'm sure they did. Yeah, it's a sure they silly did. song. I'm I sure actually like it. I like it more than I thought I would. No, I, I yeah, do too. I, I do too. But I'm saying yeah. it's, it's like a it's like a, um, a novelty so song. It's like yeah. definitely a joke song. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if like models were pissed. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't, and they're definitely one hit wonders, right? Red State Friday. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. At least in the U.S. This is it, it's a pretty funny novelty song that it always made un- made me uncomfortable as a kid though, because. Uh, it was a mainstream song that used the word sexy, like liberally. Right. Yeah. I, I think like at that point I was like, sexy? I don't know about that yet. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. My favorite part is the catwalk part, though. It's yeah, so I funny. love the catwalk because I would have never remembered that. There's um, there's a movie I love um, called Airborne. It's like a kids movie where they rollerblade from the yeah. 90s. Okay. There's a scene. Seth Green is in it. There's a scene where the main surfer dude who moves from California to middle nowhere Ohio to live with Seth Green. That's the premise of the, of the movie. They have Seth Green trying on a bunch of different outfits to make him look cooler, and they're playing this song, song yeah. to like a, an outfit changing montage. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you've probably seen that in other movies before. They mm-hmm. do a montage where somebody's like changing clothes. This is the song they played. It's a great scene. Um, Wait, um, uh, one other thing I want to say is that they were bald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I support bald artists. 
Um, it was uh, three so, weeks at number one, we said. Yeah. So it, it Hashtag was bald icons. <laughs> in bald February. Icons. So we're at the end of February now, uh, February 21st. 20, 21st, oh, I said. Oh, oh. Uh, oh, I was also say that song has a classic exit because it's like a joke. It's like I'm too sexy for a song, and then it ends. Yeah, it ends like kind of like unexpectedly. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Kurt Cobain from Nirvana marries uh, Courtney Love from Hole around 92. this time. Yeah, end, end of February, and the uh, Postal Service, not the band, the actual U.S. Postal Service, <laughs> unveils it's a music two podcast. Could be confusing. Unveils two potential designs for its proposed Elvis Presley postage stamp for fans to vote on. Mm-hmm. One design is of a young 1950s Elvis, and the other is of a much older 1970s Elvis. The young Elvis wins the vote, obviously. Really? Yeah. I thought the 70s would, would win. It's a, That's his more iconic look, for sure. Kind of. But, I mean, he's just in such rough shape at that I point. I have some of those stamps. And the stamp, really? stamp is issued the following January. Also around this time, six... Major record companies reach an agreement to phase out the long box form of compact disc packaging oh, by April box. April ninety three, due to complaints that the packaging is envi- environmentally wasteful. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yep. All right. So what? So what is now this we're now? at uh, Mr. Big to be with you. Uh, three weeks on the charts. This is a super group. I uh, I didn't know that until doing. I mean, doing a little research. Yep. Yeah. Um, I I didn't write down the singer's name, but he wasn't really from anything. I know. I don't think so. But it was Paul Gilbert on guitar, who's been in a bunch of like 80s metal, Eraser X, uh, a bunch of stuff. Heavily rumored to be Buckethead, but don't think it's true. Uh, Billy Sheehan, uh, Greg Howe, and Pat Torby on drums. Um, They're all like um, guitar expo gods, right? Yeah. Like they would do clinics. I feel like they're clinic, guitar clinic gods. (laughs) Yeah, and they would tour with Everybody, like every, lots of bands. All of them. Um, uh, love the Stark production, the gang vocal that comes in during the chorus. Yeah. But I hate the lead vocalist vo- voice. Really? He needs to turn down the rock, I think. He's like, I think a little um, afraid that people won't think he's a rocker. Singing this like mellow song. This tender ballad. Right. For me, I don't know how you guys feel. You're into it? Um, or not into it? I'm just kind of indifferent. Really? Okay. I like I like the song. I think it's a, like a, a I think it's a decent song. It's cute. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I associate the song with my brother doing karate moves to it, <laughs> and also the movie Hook. But I don't know if is it in Hook. No. I don't know why I think this, but <laughs> I'll ask my analyst and maybe we'll, I'll give you an update on the next pod oh why this is true. Um, I like this guy's voice. You like the voice? Yeah, I kind of do. Maybe. I think it, maybe it reminds me of like like the foreigner singer a little bit. Okay. Yeah, and I kind of like that sound. Um, He's just riffing too much for me. See, I love the, I love I love that. I love riffing. I uh, have no. I don't have a. Pro- I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I'm kind of whatever uh, overall on this song. I, I enjoy like if if it if it comes on the radio or something, I'd probably keep it on. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, this is a little like the extreme situation from last year. Like yes, you know, really talented uh, band. But their song that hits number one is the acoustic uh, slow song. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Paul Gilbert, for the, a lot of those shred guys I don't care for too much, Paul Gilbert is is great and very creative and uh, different. Mm-hmm. I think I like more than words more. And he's bald as yeah. well, right? Is he bald? Gilbert? No. Who's the bald You're thinking one? of Satriani. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> I thought I was going to say bald icons for you too, but <laughs> no. you not. Dave, more than words? Yeah. Uh, better song? More than oh, words? Oh, more words. Yeah, better way album. better. Okay. Way better. Um, before we jump into, uh, before we jump inside Vanessa Williams, um, the uh, 
in March. We're in March now. Uh, Ninety-two Soul Train Music Awards, March tenth. Mm. Prince wins the Heritage Award for Lifetime Achievement. Already. Uh, wow. Yeah. Nice. March fourteenth, Farm Aid Five takes place in Irving, Texas, hosted by Willie Nelson. Artists performing at the event include John Mellencamp, who's been on the show. I was going to say uh, John Mellencamp for sure. Uh, Neil Young and Paul Simon. Uh, approximately Checks four, out. Approximately 40,000 people attend. It's 40 a big who? 40,000 people oh attend the event. It's really big. 40,000 farmers. <laughs> right. And then um, also March 16th, Mariah Carey performs at MTV Unplugged. Infamous performance. Um, shows critics her five octave range and gets rave reviews. Yeah. Yeah, big time. And we'll I think see a little taste of that later on on the charts, I think. That's right. Uh, this song is from an album called The Comfort Zone. This is Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams. Yes. Five weeks. Five weeks at number one. So biggest so far of the year. Biggest hit so far. The yeah. album's called Comfort Zone. And come on. What a, what a more appropriate title. Did I say that word, uh, it's so, yeah. sentence right? Yeah. It's, so, it's so gentle. I Yes. Even as a young kid, maybe not 1992 young, but was always aware of this song yeah. Yeah. and Vanessa Williams and was enamored with her, uh, like, loving her. Well, she was a former Miss Universe. Which I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it, this is after her big scandal. She had a scandal you know because scandal, right? there was uh, nude photos that were like... Uh, that came to light like after, after she won. After so she won, Penthouse stripped. Yeah, Penthouse purchased the nude photos, right, and to distribute them. Yeah, and she was forced to resign. Yeah, wow. or, I didn't know, I didn't or, know or relinquish her uh, reputation, her uh, her award or her medal, whatever you get when you're a Miss Universe. Yeah, the whole world. I guess you get claimed yeah. stakes over the whole damn universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now um, what's weird is when I was looking at her, she kind of has that Bette Midler thing of like, where did she come from? Yeah. Because she's everywhere, but also I can never pinpoint the one thing where it's like. This is where I know I became aware mm. of her, but it really is this, because ah. her acting career didn't start until a later? until later, and and got get it. Got oh, bigger. really? Yeah. She was model turned singer turned actor. Yeah, she. I think she did some acting beforehand, maybe beforehand. But this is what took off. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Her. Yeah. She, okay. Yeah. So she was acting in the '80s too. Mm. Um. But er- Eraser was the big one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. Yes. Eraserhead. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then she did other stuff, uh, but nothing really where it's like, oh, that's the role that I mean, Eraser for me is the one where it's like, okay, yeah, that's because she's the main female role in Eraser. Okay, with, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold, yeah, awesome. Um, but that wasn't until '96. Okay, yeah. Um, and I also didn't see it when I was that young. So mm-hmm. she, she's just always kind of been there, and she did a lot of Broadway stuff too. Always been there for you. She's just always kind of been around. Um, this is my shit though. I, it's like Tempur Pedic, uh, <laughs> that comfortable. Yeah. And also, um, it's just pure. Yeah, it's great, a, great message. And it's good for the whole family. Save the best for last. Yeah, yeah. It's a great. I love the song. I really very do positive. Love the song. So well constructed. Great ballad. One of the all time ballads. Yeah. I mean, it could have been designed by Freud Lloyd Webber. What's his name? <laughs> that well constructed. <laughs> Freud Lloyd Webber. Oh. Yep. All right. Mm. Uh, before we jump into this song. <laughs> um, End of March, judge in Chicago um, approves cash rebates of up to $3 to anyone proving they bought Milli Vanilli recordings oh my God. prior oh my to God. the beginning of the lip-syncing scandal on November 27th, That's amazing. 1990. Um, and now we're into Continue April. Continue to fuck with their, their mentals. I'm sorry. We're into, into May now with this song. Uh, Billy Idol on trial for punching a woman in the face pleads no contest. 
Idol is fine. Once again, claiming that it was so easy to do. That's just rude. <sighs> horrible. That's so horrible. Idol, yeah. Idol is fined and ordered to make public service announcements against alcohol and drug abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Freddie Mercury tribute concert because uh, he had uh, died the previous year. Takes place at Wembley Stadium in London. All proceeds go to AIDS research. Another amazing George Michael vocal performance. Somebody to love. Okay, so here we are now that Dan's done with the things that nobody cares about. Um, <laughs> this is uh, Criss Cross with Jump. Eight weeks on the charts. Is that biggest song so far of all the board bills we've done? I think we it's got to be close. I think uh, Police was pretty was a big one. I think Police was eight weeks. Police was also eight weeks. What is how many weeks is this? Eight. eight. This is eight. Ow. Eight is number one. So one of the biggest ones. So this was produced by almost Jermaine. enough weeks to make a baby. Almost That's nine. Nine it's weeks to make a baby. Oh, oh okay. Sorry to uh, yeah to make a baby to grow a baby I should say. Yep. Nine weeks? Yeah, nine. Yeah, I did the math. I double checked. Thank nice. you. Um, this is produced by Jermaine Dupree. Has a lot of samples. Oh, involved. yeah. Cool. Um, Ohio this Players, Jackson 5, I Want You Back, the piano. Uh, ah. Honey Drippers, James Brown. Uh, okay, so interesting fact about mm. this song. Mm. This song blocked. Remember, we talked about uh, last year uh, songs that got blocked from hitting number one? Yeah. Okay, here are the songs that this blocked from hitting number one, okay? Tears in Heaven. Wow. Uh, wow. Blocked from hitting Blocked. number one. Uh, you're Never Gonna Get It. En Vogue. Great song. Blocked. 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 You get the X. Under the Bridge. Right out Chili Peppers. Wow. Blocked. Chili Peppers. You get the X. And probably the most, like, wow. Okay. Bohemian Rhapsody. Blocked. You get the oh, X. Oh, the resurgence from Wayne's World. Yep. Wow. Wow. Oh, yep. wait. The official version, like the from '73, or is it re- like re-recorded? I think it's just probably Wayne's World probably soundtrack. Just because of the Wayne's World soundtrack. Wayne's World yeah. plus Freddie, recently deceased. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, and so and think about it. Eight weeks, none of those songs. They all went to. They all got yeah. to number two. Tears in Heaven, or maybe not Under the Bridge, but the other ones did. Tears mm. in Heaven, such a big song. Like Eric Clapton. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. So we not really talked about the song. We just talked no. about facts. No, about no, no, no. Uh, so crisscross, infamous for the backwards clothing. Right. Yeah. Two, two, are they brothers? Twins? I don't know. I don't remember. But um, that, I was, very, that was very Christopher Walken of you. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> I was going to say, I originally thought only one of the rappers was getting love in the chorus, like getting shouted out, right? Because it says Mac Daddy. But I thought um, one's name is Mac Daddy and the other one's name is Daddy Mac. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Very confusing, and also, but why daddy? They're they're kids, right? They're kids, and they yeah. want to be called Daddy Mac and Mac Daddy. Every kid wants to be older, man. They're True. not brothers. Okay. Uh, they diss another little kid rap, uh, rap group, ABC, which is like a uh, boys and men. Yeah, on that on that label, the uh, the East Coast Family, whatever that label. Um, so is called. even like little kid rappers are getting into disses and stuff. Hold on. Yeah. Pause. This. There's beef between these little kids. They were 15. 15 oh, years old. They sound younger. Yeah, I thought they were younger. They were born in 1978. Wow. Okay. Oh, older than us. So um, 14. Significant 13 and 14. <laughs> significantly older than us. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's one of the first kind of pure hip-hop songs to, to hit number one. We, right. we, talked one about, fir- we talked about Vanilla Ice already, unfortunately. So far, um, Vanilla Ice, Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations. And I believe... What's the PM? Oh, PM Dawn. PM Dawn. CNC Music Factory. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Hip-hop. Yeah. So, um, this is 
the most hip hop song to hit number one so far, I'd say. Yeah. The like most hip hop sounding, pure hip hop song. Yeah. The other ones have like dance more ha- and they have white people, the other ones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also. Um it's fun. I um a lot of people go really nuts for this song. I, I, I don't I don't feel that way. Like I think pe- like this song comes on at like a party or at like a like a bar or a club or something. It's uh, people tend to like really go crazy and love it. Right. Um, it's in a jump. I, like Yeah. There's yeah. better songs. There's better songs about jumping too. There's better jump. Well, songs. there's jump by uh, there's jump Helen. Van Halen. I like I like that more. <laughs> Pointer Sisters as a jump. Uh, House of Pain. Jump, jump around. around. I, I like more. Um, it's fun, but it's okay. I think it's okay. Just overall. They're kids. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Let's move on. We have to move on. All right. Okay. So we're back with Miss Mariah Carey and Trey Lorenz with "I'll Be There," featuring to, Trey Lorenz. Right. I'll, I'll be there two weeks on the charts we're in June now um, this is from MTV Unplugged she <laughs> was unaware going into the process that they typically do a cover and so they that's why they put this together it's kind of a second uh, thought yeah an afterthought, afterthought yeah. second yeah. thought um, okay so um, they performed this song together at Michael's funeral right well this is a Jackson 5 number yep it's cover oh, so I get yeah, it. yeah 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 so um, <laughs> makes sense but um, I'd say a Top three Jackson Five songs. Yeah. yeah, great song. I, Arguably the best Jackson Five song. Arguably, I have a weird like thing where like I think the intro. I always thought the intro was like a little superfluous. Yeah. It never goes back to it. I don't know. It kind of takes away from the impact of like this. How I don't, maybe it works for people, but I always thought that was like, why is that part in there? Takes away from. Okay. It, I like I like the intro. Little no, little no for <laughs> no, me. No, fair enough. So is Trey Lorenz doing the Tito part? The Tito verse? Uh, no, not Germain. Tito. It's Jermaine. It's Jermaine. Okay, the verse is Jermaine. Okay. God, this is the Jackson Family podcast. I'm sorry, I'm not as good with the with the other guys. I'm sorry. If you don't know <laughs> the other ones, and who is? Uh, this song I associate with the day Michael Jackson died, because it was the first song I heard by Michael on that day, and I was in the city, and like you know, I remember texting Dan like. Yeah, I might have said like uh, it looks like Prince One or something. <laughs> oh such a probably to probably say. made it, we probably made insensitive jokes about yeah. it. Um, um, I kind of uh, I kind of forgot that Michael was a child star. So when I heard this, I was like, I mean, I always loved his. You know, we talk about Michael a lot in this podcast. Yeah. But um, I kind of always look past his younger days. Yeah, and it's made me go. Oh, it was. It felt more tragic thinking like, oh, this guy was like. Child star, and he like lived kinda, his life yeah. in the yeah. spotlight. Yeah, yeah, it was a little more heartbreaking for me hearing this song first. Um, but uh, also, um, makes me want to see Mariah's Unplugged, and it's more Unplugged in general. I've watched a lot of it; it's fantastic. Yeah, she, is she like you, you really see what she's capable of. Now, did you yeah. know? Did you know that she didn't? So this is really early on in her career. Um, this is right after her second album. Uh, and she didn't have a world tour yet because she was very s- nervous. She was very, actually really nervous about performing in front of people. She's young. She's like, what, 20 at this point? 20, yeah. 21, yeah. 22. Yeah. And uh, this was kind of her way of proving that she was that talented of a singer live. Yeah. And I think I guess she went on world tours after this, but she was... I think people were saying, like, she can't do it, or I don't know. Like, it was like, why isn't she performing live? Is it fake? Right. You know? I guess Millie Vanilli was in the air and all this stuff. Right. New, new kids on the block got accused, you know? So it was kind of a witch hunt for people lip-syncing. Right. Yeah. Yep. I, I have I have opinions of this song. Brandon, do you want to say anything more about it? No, I, I, I love it. Um, 
uh, what's the other song that broke out from from this MTV Unplugged? Um, from I think, I, Carey? Maybe Emotions, which we covered last year. Or maybe I'm thinking later in her career, the um, the other big ballad that she has. I don't know. Hero? Yes. Is it? I Heroes think, later, though. Yeah, yes, wait, okay. So later. I think I associate the... Because that was a live and, performance, right? And, uh, Wasn't it? I th- also, I, I think upcoming on board bills one 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 sweet day with Boyz to Men. Okay, but also. yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's I good. Love, I love it. He sounds just like Baby Michael at one point too. It's like yeah. kind of crazy. Yeah, here, um, really quickly, she's she's capable of performing this song. She hits all the right notes. She has a phenomenal mm-hmm. voice. Stay the fuck away from this song. Any any, any professional singer. It's for a kid. Stay for the a fuck kid away. I, 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 too I, old. I, I mean it, guys. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> um, stay away from it. it, it it's too pure. It's not it's too, for you. It, it's too good. It's only for the Jackson 5. It's for Michael. And Jermaine. This and Jermaine. Is, we're playing the original song. <laughs> yeah. I said the Jackson 5 and Michael. Um, <laughs> Mariah, Listen. Never going to argue how phenomenally talented you are, how good your voice is. It's one of the best of all time. Stay away from this song. That, that we, we asked one thing. Yeah. Stay away from the song. Stay away from this specific song. It's Stay too, away. It's too pure. But we didn't say this yet either. Second time a cover of an old song hits number one and it's a live performance. Oh, what was the first one? George Michael and Ellen John. Oh, right. Oh, right. Of course. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Trend? Trend. All right. Let's move on. Um, Trend. So, you can play that. You, I'll, I'll talk over this next song. Everybody knows this next song. <laughs> um, so, uh, you have end of April. David Bowie, Mary's fashion model, uh, Iman. Iman. Um, in L.A., Madonna's bustier is stolen from a display in Fredericks of Hollywood. Oh, a one thousand dollar reward is offered for its return. In May, and, um, Rob Halford announces he's leaving Judas Priest. Uh-huh. Uh, Celine, he's leaving the seminary. Nice. Cel- <laughs> Selena uh, releases her album Entre Ami Mundo, which which contains her first number one hit Como La Flor. Um, May seventh, John Frusciante, Coma Frusciante on, on, the, on the floor yes. of Red Hot Chili Peppers leaves the band prior to the publication of a Rolling Stone magazine cover featuring them. He has to be digitally edited out of the photo. Oh, really? Yeah. Prashanti returns to the Red Hot Chili Peppers in 98. Hmm. Um, end of June, Michael Jackson starts the Dangerous World Tour, uh, supporting his Dangerous album in Munich, Germany. Now we're in July. Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. Another five weeks on the chart. So everybody knows the song. Yeah. Um, yep. now, still, still played everywhere. Every bar, every whatever. Club. I read a quote yeah. by him where he said... Um, the song doesn't just say, I like big butts. It talks about girls who damn near kill, kill themselves trying to get the beanpole figure from Vogue magazine. Okay, I think that's complete retconning what this song is. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's it's not there at all. That sentiment yeah. is not there at all. No. I totally get that he's saying, I want to empower that we like big butts and bigger women. Yeah. But try in to, no way... Trying to protect himself a yeah, little bit. In no yeah. way is it commentary no. on, no, it on the fashion industry. Oh, <laughs> maybe not. But, well, okay, a couple uh, things. Uh. He does... Um, Okay, so amazing maniacal bass line. Mm-hmm. Sir Mix a Lot produces himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, along with Rick Rubin, who's right. famous, you know, very famous record producer. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the album's called Mac Daddy. Don't be confused with Jump. 
uh, oh, uh, artist Chris right. Cross, Mac Daddy. <laughs> this is not a solo album of his. Right. This is Sir Mix Lost. He's a real Mac Daddy, maybe. <laughs> um, is this song for some reason I was adamant about learning all the lyrics? To in early adolescence, like I was like ten or eleven, I remember yeah. like printing out a sheet of lyrics and committing these lyrics to memory. Yeah, because it's a it's a it obviously is an adult song, mm-hmm. but it appeals to kids. It's something it's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Buster especially funny when you're a kid. I think it's it's impossible not to smile. I think when the song comes on, it's hilarious. It's mm. fun. Um, am I like sick of it at this point? I, maybe a little bit. Um, but it's still funny. It's still it's, very funny. You know, it's like, overplayed, yeah. but it's a fucking awesome song. Like if it came yeah. at the time, it probably was. This is one of the coolest songs I think of this year yeah. and like of this era. I do want to clarify. Like he does say, like the reason why he says that thing mm. about the beanpole figures because that is a lyric in the song. Mm. Like he says, um, I think it's like uh, I'm I'm not sticking with them or I'm not gonna stick it. To them, the, the dames in the magazines, but mm. I just I, w- I I guess he was afraid of backlash, right? or maybe he got backlash, and that was just him, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you just think about it, it just uh, that's it, fine, whatever. But uh, if you think about it, the song, is as you said, it's it's kind of pro black woman actually. It is, oh, and that's what I think. Uh, the song, oh, yeah. I won't really. I mean, you can get flack for this, but like, the song is like the, that intro where it's like two white girls who are just very ignorant and are like, oh, yeah. It's so black, and I think it's kind of like very. Um, uh, what do we want to use the word? It's, like, it's kind of like this is fucking awesome. It's, that, that it's very. A, a, it's a very pro-black message that's that's popular, yeah. and black women are you know obviously like uh, a maligned yeah. uh, group, and not really appreciated like in terms of like their beauty. Right. So I think it's kind of. A, I and mean, it's, it is a funny salacious song, but it's kind of amazing that it's that popular. And it was probably at a time where like. Like having a big butt wasn't glorified, no, like, like you no, know, no. Like, right. like it like it is now. Like yeah. like back then, it was probably looked at like, oh, you're fat, which is terrible because a big butt is such a great thing. It's great. I guess you just kind of articulated what I meant more is like I wish he would have pushed more that narrative of yeah, that yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. empowering for black women rather than about being a commentary on yeah, which I mean, it, it a little bit is, but like yeah, um, I just love he has a beef with Cosmopolitan because he he name checks him like. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. And um, like the most glorified woman of all, like right now, Kim Kardashian, and like and, and then she's the curviest, but. and she's the curviest woman. And like, butt. Like, yeah. And butt. So. So let's keep going. Yeah. Okay, we're back with Madonna with uh, this used to be my playground for one week from the A League of Their Own soundtrack. Great movie, Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great Hanks. movie. Love Tom Hanks. Hanks. I'd say one of the. Probably a top three, top five sports movie for me personally. I'd love Thanks it. For <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the memories. Very quickly before we jump in, in July, uh, November Rain by Guns N' Roses right. uh, enters the world record books when it becomes the longest single at huh? eight minutes and 57 seconds. Oh, real? Like, le- like lengthwise of the song. Oh, really? Uh, to reach the U.S. top 20. Uh, the singles video has a budget of over $1.5 million, <laughs> becoming the most expensive at the time. <laughs> November Rain. Um, also in July, Whitney Houston marries Bobby Brown. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, end of July, right around this time when, when uh, this Madonna song hits number one, Ice-T announces that the controversial track Cop Killer is being pulled from Body Count's self-titled album. Yeah. Um, 
And then beginning of August, Rosala becomes the first artist from Zimbabwe to chart on the U.S. Billboard magazine chart. She's on the dance charts. She might be on my list. We'll see. Um, former Beatle George Harrison tells Billboard magazine that he recently discovered that he was born on February 24th and not February 25th, as he had, <laughs> as he had thought for most of his life. Oh, man. Imagine living <laughs> yeah. with that lie. Yeah. He had the wrong birthday. Um, Haitian military authorities banned the playing of Ram's single Faye first performed no, who cares uh, American, pop, <laughs> American pop punk band Blink-182 forms in the suburbs of San Diego nice. but known as Blink until 95 okay okay cool um, you're welcome you can edit those I think uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna news, while you guys talk yeah. about this I'm gonna use the bathroom really <laughs> Damn! Yeah, this is a, this is a bathroom song. No, 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 no. If but Madonna played this, no, if Madonna played this right. like during uh, her stage concert, you would go to the bathroom. Damn! I thought Brandon would have a lot to say with this one. Yeah. So, um, what do you think, Dave? Consider myself a major casual Madonna fan, as we know on this podcast, we love her <laughs> more than uh, ca- more than casual. Uh, maybe a little more than casual. Yeah. But um, this song was never on my radar. Okay. Fairly faintly recognized it. Yeah. But um. Not, uh, this, I mean, this is the most I've listened to it for sure. This okay, is prepping for this podcast. I, I specifically knew it from the League of Their Own soundtrack. Right. It, it's a movie I've seen so many times. It, it's more impactful at the end of the movie when she goes back and they're all old and they're all like, it's mm. a big reunion mm-hmm. of of the women because mm-hmm. that's part of the message of the song. This used to be my playground. Right, it used to be where I was looking back. Yeah, it, looking back. Sad song. Um, good song. Good ballad. Yeah. Um, go ahead, dude. Uh, I have a feeling it's no one's, no one in the world is, is their favorite song. I can guarantee it. There's <laughs> how many p- people in this world? Like six billion. No one has this as their favorite song. Maybe Not one. maybe somebody only has access to this old song <laughs> somehow, and then it's their favorite. Oh, uh, maybe <laughs> that's the only like <laughs> scenario I can see. But it's, still, they'd be like, ah, it's pretty good. Somebody, but it's not in, my favorite. <laughs> somebody in a remote village only has a League of Their Own VHS, <laughs> so this is their favorite song of all time. Uh, definitely not the best uh, of her number ones. It might not be the worst. I don't know. I we'll see. Of her no- like all time to- of the number ones we've covered so far, right? But but what I will say, probably my least favorite. Um. So we were three years into the 90s. Yeah. And she's had a number one each year. Right. Yeah. So and she's still relevant still as ever. Relevant, still relevant. Still maintaining relevance. Peak of her career, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. maybe I mean, or maybe it's on the starting to go down for I a little bit now. Maybe. So. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe after this, it's on a downswing. But yeah. she's still there in the 90s, pretty strong. Yeah. Um, I do like the string arrangement. I don't know if Danny knows this, but I did take a, a college course on classical music okay. one time in, in, in college. Yeah. So, I'm a little familiar with like strings, <laughs> violin, cello. Yeah, you're, there's you're, a few others, but you're, um, you're very qualified to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, it's must say I like it. And <laughs> Brandon's back from the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Do you still have nothing to say about the song? No, I like the song. Uh, I don't remember it having to do with the League of Their Own in any capacity. It's really just at the end. Yeah, they play it. I don't. Yeah. I just don't. You know, I never had a connection to. So when it when and I read she, that, I was well, surprised. we didn't mention she's in the movie as well. Yes, she's, right. She's, she's an all, actor. She's all the way May. May. Oh, oh yeah. They call her all the way May because she's a little slutty. But do you think um, um, yeah. that's when she started becoming friends with Rosie O'Donnell, or were they friends before that? Because they have a wow. famous friendship. I think probably I would say that's the start of it. Yeah, that's so nice. Uh, I do like the song. It's <laughs> so not my nice. favorite of her songs right. from a movie. I love Crazy for You. Well, and and then the one we all I mean, Live to Tell. Live to Tell. And yeah, yeah. Who's that girl? And Beautiful Stranger. Oh, yeah, who's that, who's that girl? I forgot yeah. about who's that girl. <laughs> Beautiful stranger. Oh, beautiful stranger. God, yeah. So uh, good. And um, Diner Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, this. It's maybe, kind of surprising. Maybe, um, maybe this is my least favorite number one of hers so far. Either this or the, it, it or the last one we covered. It is for me. The love. one from Justify No, that one's cooler. I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah. I think by default, it, it's the it's the bottom because yeah. the other one. I just don't have a strong opinion about it. Yeah. Um, okay, really quickly. Um, <sighs> yeah. Finish all your bullshit so you can get ready for your three week, 13-week boner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. August 5th, <laughs> Jeff Porcaro, arguably the most highly regarded studio drummer in rock. From the mid '70s to the early '90s, dies. Member of Toto. Member of Toto. And uh, other th- age other 38. Um, <laughs> Men- member of other people. And then all. <laughs> and then also August 8th, when the Madonna song that we just listened to hit number one, uh, during the Guns N' Roses Metallica Stadium tour, Metallica frontman James Hetfield is burned by a pyrotechnics blast right. during a concert at Montreal's Olympic Stadium, forcing the group to cancel the second hour of the show. Co-headliners Guns N' Roses take the stage. By, by the way, what an absurd tour to go see at this yeah. time. Yeah. Guns N' Roses Metallica. Uh, but walk off early with Axl Rose complaining of throat problems. Mm-hmm. The abbreviated show causes angry fans to riot in the streets of Montreal. The tour resumed on August 25th, with the, but with a guitar technician replacing Hetfield on guitar for the remainder of the tour. Wow. Um, yeah. Crazy. Mm. Really wild stuff. <laughs> 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 hey, oh, actually, that might be. This might be Johnny Carson's last year as. Uh, yeah, show. probably. Oh, We're probably like right, right around this right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. May '93, I think. Actually. All right, let's uh, let's do it. Let's play the biggest number one song that we've covered so far. This is Boys to Men, End of the Road, thirteen weeks, huge on the charts. That is a smash monster smash hit. That it, is over qual- three months long. It's three months long. <laughs> oh my, three months at number one. Wow. This song, I knew it was a big song. Had no idea it, it, it was, was this epic, big. Right. It was crazy. This was produced by Babyface, L.A. Reid, and Daryl Simmons. Um, it is a single from the Boomerang soundtrack. Movie with uh, Eddie, Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Great movie, by the way. I don't know if you guys seen it. I've not seen is it. Is it on like a special edition of the Voice of Men album? It got added, yes, okay. to okay. other editions after the It got re-released to Cooley High Mayor Town. Cooley High Harmony. Yeah, sorry. There it is. Cooley High Mayor Town? That's better. I gleaned from listening to Boys and Men's first album how much they overused the deep vocal... <laughs> deep, deep voice singer during uh, monologues. Yeah, he's doing yeah. monologues. He's, like, yeah, he's featured in all their like yeah, in their, their monologues. Like there's yeah. a lot. Yeah, um, like, baby, it's baby, cool. Baby. Yeah, but not every song, guys. Not every song. Yeah. Um, we, it, yeah. His Sorry. voice is like is like too low. It sounds like it was like some kind of vocal like pitched down. Actually, the lower guy. The lower guy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. He's the one that left the band. He, to, he uh, left the band due to medical issues. Boys yeah, to Men MS. still tours, still performs, still puts out albums, mostly cover stuff now uh, with the, with the three guys uh-huh. minus, minus the bass. Um, what we, we were talking about this yesterday. It's Sean. So Sean uh, is the tall skinny guy. He's the tall skinny guy that's going to be singing the next verse. Yeah. Okay. The first verse was by uh, Nathan, um, and he set the tone of the song. And then the big. The, the main singer is Wanya Morris. He's, he's the guy. Short, the shortest member. Shortest, and he's yeah. got that huge chest voice, like very powerful, the belter. Yeah. This is Sean right now. Yeah. And so uh, Wanya does the uh, pre-chorus. Who does the best whine? Who's the whining? Oh, that guy. That's Was it Wanya? Wanya. Wanya. Yeah, or Wanya. Yeah. I don't know. But his Acro- voice is the, mo- is the most incredible. Acrobatic it, it is. whining. Yeah. And he's whining. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah. it's amazingly done. Yeah. He, when um, I whine, people don't like it. <laughs> um, this song, I don't remember if it's on a future number ones, but his voice specifically in uh, It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday. Yeah. Like the riffing he does. It, it's, so it, it's, it's, it's right a, here. Right here. His voice. It's complaining. He has the best voice, I think, of the group. I think he does. I, I the like them all, though. I like them all, too. His is the most impressive, I think. The thing, what's weird is he sounds like he's singing at the top of his register, and that's why he's belting so hard. Yeah. Sean's voice is naturally has a higher timbre. Yeah. So he's singing as high as Wanya is, but it doesn't sound as right. powerful and with as much effort because Sean's mm. voice is just, it yeah. sits it's up there. there it sits up there. Yes. The treehouse. Um... So another thing, a lot of their biggest hits, they're breakup songs. They're sad. Like End of, End of the Road, this this is one of them. Um, the other example of a non-breakup song is their future number one, I'll Make Love to You. But a lot of their big hits are slower. are like ending, like breakup, relationship in trouble songs. Yeah. And this is the, the prime example of that. I love the album cover. Um, they're all wearing red hats. Yeah. yeah. Two are wearing baseballs, St. Louis Cardinals huh. and White Sox. And then... The bass is wearing just an NBA hat, and then Sean's wearing a Sixers hat. <laughs> uh, from Philly area, I think they started as like like a barbershop quartet type deal. Well, I think some are from Motown and some are from Philly. Is that true? Um, no, it's not. I don't know. I really. It could be true. I don't <laughs> no, it's know. Not, it's no, it's not. True. It's not. It's not. No. True. Um, They're from Philly. I love the robot perfect plucky guitar. <laughs> It's really cool. It's yeah. a cool element of a song, and it's not distracting, but I, I just I think it's so perfect. And I genuinely remember hearing this song on the radio during this time period. And maybe that's like one of the first like was like conscious of popular music. Yeah, because it was just, it was on all the time. Yeah, I remember like a radio DJ literally saying number one song for like weeks now. Mm-hmm. Voice of Men. I'll sing in the car. I remember this. They later re-release a version of the song that's uh, a cappella. It's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think we can move on. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal. You know, vocal song. You know, really, really big song. Okay. So now we have the heights. The heights with how do you talk to an angel for two weeks? The height of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so fun piece of trivia. This is from a musical drama TV series about a fictional band called The Heights, too. Mm-hmm. Not a coincidence. This is the same band as the show, and it was a number one hit, and I think as soon as it got... Uh, a week after it wasn't number one anymore, the show was canceled. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but it's about the band, The Heights. Okay. I didn't know that. Never heard a song before. Nope. Um, wasn't, know that, that, wasn't that your idea for a show, Brandon? What? You wanted to make a show about, about a follow, following a band. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, but maybe you can make it work, though. Yeah. yeah. This one didn't work. This one didn't work. Uh, so you got to rethink it. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my idea is different. Um, <laughs> this is... I wonder if this is going to be the last 80s hangover, because this sounds... Like it could have yeah. been in, like, 1988, 1987. Sure. With all that poison and other crap. Yeah, his voice. You know, it just sounds. It, it maybe that show went into production in like '88 or '89. Yeah. And it took so long to get on the air. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. It's it's just strange. Yeah, I certainly didn't know this song. I didn't. I didn't know the show. I don't know anything about this. It seems like weird in this year. This this is kind of the outlier of the year, I think. 
You love it? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Now, how do you talk to an angel? So what is it about? Somebody who died? Um, Or or no, it's like she's so beautiful. She's an angel. Oh, Oh, okay. Duh. Yeah. I'm not worthy. That's my guess. Yeah. I'm just guessing. How do you do it, dude? The heights. How do you talk to an angel? (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Or, you know, Ouija board. What a maybe, great tax. Maybe Ouija board. Do you know the angels Ouija board is this ghost? <laughs> I think I think uh, I think <laughs> ghosts are the ones that push it towards the scary stuff, and the angels are the ones that are pushing back. Well, angel doesn't have to be a living person. This be a separate entity, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But a person who has died has somebody, be- yeah. graduated to angel. From right. ghost to angel. Ghosts graduate. But you to could angel. have people that have always been angels, have never been people. Right. 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 Like a lot of guardian angels, I think are. Just like that was, they were they were just born into the angel business. Right, like yeah. uh, Satan, Satan was an angel. Oh right, yeah, who fell fell from heaven? That's the story. Or he got thrown from heaven. Mm. It's fact. Yeah. Um. So before we jump into the last incredible song, <laughs> um, end of August, Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love become parents of a daughter, Frances Bean Cobain. Yeah. Ah uh, yeah. Ah uh, yeah. September. Uh, yeah. September. Frank Zappa. In his final professional public appearance, conducts the Ensemble Modern at the Frankfurt Festival in Germany. Zappa, who's seriously ill with prostate cancer, receives a 20-minute ovation. Pretty cool. I wonder, uh, I have an Ensemble Modern album that I listened to. I got a lot more news to cover. I just wonder if it was Yellow Shark. <laughs> is it Yellow? It is Yellow Shark. It's a great, great, yeah. great album, that live concert. Zappa, I want to get more into his, his I think weird it's stuff. great, great, great. Great. <laughs> I think you understand how great it was. Um, okay, so beginning of October, Sinead O'Connor stirs up controversy when she rips up a picture of the Pope yeah. on the U.S. television show Saturday Night Live. Wrong Pope. Wrong Pope. She should have waited. <laughs> October 16th, a massive Bob Dylan tribute concert is held at Madison Square Garden. Um, John Cougar Mellencamp, Neil Young, Eric Clapton, June Carter Cash, Johnny Cash, Tracy Chapman are among the many performers. But much attention becomes focused on Sinead O'Connor, who is, who is loudly booed by much of the audience in response to the Saturday Night Live incident two weeks earlier. Wow. Damn, so many Catholics love Bob Dylan. <laughs> uh, October 20th, uh, Madonna releases her fifth studio album, Erotica. Um, which becomes one of her most controversial albums to date. We've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, End of the Road, we just covered um, Ozzy in November. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the final concert of his retirement tour at the Pacific Amphitheater in Costa Mesa, California. He's joined on stage by his three former Black Sabbath bandmates for a reunion performance. Uh, Black Sabbath opened the show with Rob Halford as lead vocalist, filling in for Ronnie James Dio, who had left the band days earlier. And then, um, most relevant to the pod, the Jacksons in American Dream, two-part miniseries based on the Jackson family premiere, <laughs> oh, premieres God. on ABC. That so was good. On I love that. It was on Beach One. Beach One, like, every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. It was Amazing. Angela Bassett and... Uh, no, no. Are you sure? That's Tina Turner. No, Angela Bassett is in that, too. Oh, really? she's the mom. Wait, who's... Is she not Tina Turner? Um, I mean, she is. Also, Jason, Jason Weaver from Smart Guy. He's the kid, Michael. He's, he's the Michael. He's the young Michael. Um... The uh, soundtrack album, well, actually, we're about to get into that now. Yeah, this is Bill Bill, yeah, Bill Wyman like, announces he's quitting Rolling Stones. Also, cool. okay, yeah, it's, An- it's Angela Bassett that was. Uh, She's a mama and then too. After this song, I'll talk about New Year's Rock and Eve. Oh wow! <laughs> oh wow! Terrence Howard was Jackie Jackson in that. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. And Billy D. Williams is Barry Gordy, which is great. Yes, oh, and Vanessa right. Williams is in it too. Vanessa Williams, yes. Yeah. Who's she? She's Suzanne DePass. 
mm-hmm. uh, who were, I guess, worked for Motown. Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I, that was on all the time to listen to it. Okay. Well, we're done. No, we're not. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, Brandon with his fast one. So, so, Whitney with I Will Always Love You, five weeks on the chart. My mom definitely had the soundtrack. Yeah. Heard these songs on repeat. Also, this didn't pour over to the next year? It pours over. Oh, I'm sure it does. So, it's more than five weeks. Yeah, but we're talking about this year. Dan, we'll get there when we get there. Just incorrect facts. Five weeks in the year. Be in the okay, present. Fine. Be in the present. 1992 in the present, not the future. 93. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what happens yet. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, okay. Listen. I have four letters to describe this song. Can I guess? Yes. W O W W. Wow, with an extra W. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. No. Um, F U C K. Well, I was going to do this one. O B V. I, obvi. <laughs> oh Maybe the most obvious song of all time, at least in our <laughs> lifetime. Yeah. Smash. Always there. Yeah. Never not remember the song. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was uh, omnipresent, like obvi present. It was obvi present. If this song was one character in the Bible, it would be God. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Because it's always there. It's uh, it's inescapable. Yeah, inescapable. Uh, okay, well, okay, all right. Love is song. Love Whitney. Yeah, we know that. We have. It's, I don't think it's even a hot take. We we there's another song by her that we think is like the true ballad from the Bodyguard. Yeah, also yeah on the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that one hits number one. I don't know if it does. I I, I think it definitely hits number one in some um some chart, but maybe not the Billboard Hot 100. This song is a cover of Dolly Parton. Right. Um, I think this is kind of a stock take now, too, but I do honestly genuinely like the Dolly Parton version better. Uh, and it's probably because it's much, 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 much less played out. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. But of course I love this. That doesn't make it better. No, I, ha- I, I hate that opinion about you a lot. I, re- I really do. L- listen to both of these songs. I know, but here's the Take thing. Take away the overplayedness. It's not even close. I it's prefer, not close. I prefer, and actually, no, here's a real true thing. is like, I do love Everything Dolly about Parton. this version is more impressive. No, no, but I love Dolly Parton. It's, you're, I, I do. I hate that take so much. Really, Why is it a bad really, take? That sucks. It sucks. No, it doesn't. Actually, I like Dolly Parton a lot, too. And I love her songwriting. I love. There's nothing better about that song compared to this one. There's not not one element of that song that's better. Yeah, than this. put it on for a little bit. The production is a little, it's a little cleaner. It's good. Nice transition, Brandon. That was very good. This sounds great. What's wrong with this song? It's not close. It's boring. Brandon, it's boring. you want? It's way in. I also don't like Dolly Parton's voice. I think that's I what. Love well, her that's voice. a big. That's a big problem. That's what it comes down to. I don't like her voice. Love that her much. voice. I think this is like it, just, it feel. I feel it more her singing it. Whitney Houston is singing a song, very well. There's but Dolly Parton's singing it from like uh, I don't know. It's an understatement. It's her song. song very well. It's like one of the most impressive vocal performances in ter- ever. Listen, in terms of vocal performance, the Whitney. It's a different. It's a different thing. It's a different style. It's just a different thing. Um, it's a different animal. I have a, I have a deeper appreciation for the song in Dolly's version easily. Easily, because you feel it. It's about the song, 
more so than it's about Whitney. Yeah, their song makes it about Whitney. This song makes it about the song. All right. Um, I also really love Dolly Parton's voice. I think it's also valid of not hearing this nearly as much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I and, get that. And yeah. Here's the thing: it's different enough where it's not like, oh, I've heard this. Whitney did it. Like, you, it sounds different enough, production style, like arrangement wise. There's a little talking part that it feels like a different song a little bit. Yeah. It's. That's yeah. why I like it. And it's a great interpretation of the performance. You know, it's it's like even though it's the hmm. same song, Whitney made it her own. That's even so though cool. It's so similar, and yes. so they're they're different things. That's I, that's cool that, like, okay, this is the third cover that hit number one this year. Yeah, yeah. Third two songs, they're playing it straight. Yeah. This one actually reinterprets it, and that's what Whitney did. She wasn't a songwriter. Right. A lot of her her hit singles are covers of old songs but she made them her own and that's great it's a huge talent i love the song i just like this one a little more all right maybe all right you know what it's it's a much better performance yes let's put it that way well it's a more impressive performance yeah Yeah. but this one's not about the performance right it's more about the sentiment it is i think it is but it's different like she's not like singing full out no she, it's like it's a little bit yeah, more I mean, reserved and it's more there's more pain in this one i think yes we could come Gentle to a, we can come to a middle ground there but i i'll never like the dolly parton version well, that she's not for you she's and then i yeah. i also feel so protective over uh one more door like uh no that song is is leaps like that's just the whitney song for yeah me. so that i think that's also why what i have a hard time um i can't think of the actual name of the song uh, I have nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. That is the <sighs> yeah. Whitney Houston song. Yeah, yeah. that's... And people went, yeah. So when people say, it's I will a, always love you is the I'm best like, yeah, Whitney, okay. I'm like, no, it's it, no, I have it, nothing. It is. I yeah. have nothing, I, I have nothing is, is insane. Is, yeah. is the no. best. Yeah. Um, um, we definitely agree there. Um, to One of the best ways to close out a year that we've ever had, I, I'd say, this song. Oh, yeah. Whitney. One, one of the... Maybe not the best, I think... I think Madonna closed out. I think Like a Prayer closed out that one. No, year. it didn't. It didn't. It did not. No. It was in the middle of the year. I also still feel Are you that sure? another yeah, for sure. I also feel it, Another Day in Paradise had the, oh yeah had the greatest vibe to close out oh, a decade. Decade, so cool. It's like, it yes. just had this like haunting yeah. vibe of like yeah. we'll see the eighties. This is it. This yeah. is the last thing from the eighties. Yeah, pretty cool. A little uneasy or something. It's yeah, cool. yeah. It's unsettling in a yeah. weird way. Maybe that's like a separate category we should have eventually. Like, what was the best, best closeout close to a year? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Stevie B. This is Stevie <laughs> B. Oh my God. This is up there for sure. I mean, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just such a great song. But yeah, played out absolutely. Yeah. I'd say this this year, this maybe the most most played out song. Baby got back also really close. I'd say most yeah. played yeah. out. Some of these are pretty played out. Yeah. Um, a big memory for the song for me is when uh, one of the summers where I did theater um, in, on Long Beach Island. Uh, this guy in the uh, in the cast, his name was Tawan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually just recently uh, found him on Instagram, and we started talking. And I reminded him of this, where he used to to make everyone laugh when things were going poorly. He would just come out on the middle of the stage and just start belting the chorus, not even like the build up to the yeah. song. He would just go and uh, and just like, put out his hands. <laughs> and but he would never sing the rest of the song. He yeah. would just do the end I part well, really maybe, loud. He, maybe he never heard the other part. Yeah, he, he didn't know <laughs> any more than that. So we are uh, we're also at a peek uh, peek behind the uh, the curtain a little bit uh, with our show. We we're in talks to do a Dandies episode, maybe for the Bodyguard. We'll see. That's uh, yeah, we'll see. That's um. I think I wish you wouldn't have said that. It's in contention. I wish you didn't say that. Well, you guys edit the show. Do whatever you want. 
Um, <laughs> uh, so the oh, okay, um, more more bullshit. Okay. Yeah, no, I like this part of the bullshit. No, yeah, I know, I know. Dave, like, I do it for Dave. I'm just kidding. Um, so the uh, 21st annual New Year's Rock and Eve special. Yeah, I guess I have my own music when I announce the New Year's Rock and Eve <laughs> uh, on ABC. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always talk about. <laughs> oh my god. Dece- <laughs> December 31st, 1992. The Dick tw- Clark. The, <laughs> the 21st annual New Year's Rock and Eve special airs on ABC with appearances by TLC, Belle Biv DeVoe, Slaughter, John Cicada, <laughs> Village People, and Sergeant Slaughter, and Barry Manilow. Also in 92, Vibe, a new magazine focusing on R&B and hip-hop music, launches with a special fall preview issue, mm-hmm. and the MP3 file format is developed as part of a video compression standard. <gasps> oh, more about that later. <laughs> uh, more, to, more to come after these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On this New Year's Rock and Eve. Um, so get wild, this. Wild, wild stuff. Got I, can't, I can't do it, Jack. <laughs> All right. So where are we at time-wise? Uh, so, hour fit, T. Yeah, 5-0? Hour 15. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So the right. next part is, is going to be different because it's not the same. We didn't do oh. the same research. It's just going to no, be a little, no, 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 a little no, peek snaps, in. Little so, pains. Dave, why don't you go first with yes. your normal chart since you're going to – we don't want to hear you talk twice in a row. Right. So, this is me. I'm, so, when I, when I cover this chart, I'm no longer Dave. I am grown cologne because it's the adult contemporary chart. <laughs> I love it. Grown cologne. Hosted by grown cologne. So, I guess, can you hand me the, uh, oh, the yes, thingy? Yes, sorry. The thingy? Can you hand me the thingy? The, the thingy? What the hell? What is that noise? It's from the thingy. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, so I cover... That's the kind of humor we need on the show. Okay, but I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've run out of all three of my beverages. And I want some. How many did you? What did you drink? I was drinking. You had three beverages during this whole show. Yeah, that's. I, I've been sipping on this tiny water. I, <laughs> I had um, a beer, an iced coffee, and this bottle of aloe water. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, actually, there's a little bit of the aloe water left, so I'm going to finish that now. This All is right, great. Cool. This is aloe glow. Today's show brought to you by aloe glow. It's so good. It looks like, you know, but you know, it's crazy. Aloe. Oh, never mind. All right, Dave, come on. You, glow yeah. spelled with an e. So yeah. To. to Match, so the, match aloe. the aloe spelling. Okay. So, grown cologne here. Uh, I'm covering the adult contemporary chart from the 1992 year. He's so grown. So, this is my first song. This year, uh, this song hit number one on the adult contemporary chart uh, from in Mar- on March 7, and it was on there for three weeks. It's called Missing You Now by Michael Bolton featuring... Wow. Brother in Music. Three, three weeks seems pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's featuring his... Not his... Real brother, but brother from another, maybe another brother or mother, but Kenny G is also on the song. Brother from another brother? Brother from another brother. <laughs> brother from another barber. Oh, brother from another, well, nice. no, brother from the same barber, maybe. <laughs> they have similar hair. Yeah. So, Missing You Now. Barber from, never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not even, doesn't make any sense. This no. is Missing You Now. Have you guys, are you aware of this no, song? definitely no. not, but I'm so happy. I feel like maybe we listen to it. On Boys Ass Weekend. Maybe. Possibly. Let's, let's take a listen. Okay. So this is written by Diane Warren. Oh, great. Star of the show. And co-written with Michael Bolton and another person named Walter. I can't pronounce his name. Okay. That's his real last name. I can't, pr- can't pronounce his name. I can't pronounce his name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, 
from the album Time, Love, and Tenderness. You need all three to have a great marriage, right? Whose album? Uh, Kenny G's from, album? No, this is Michael Bolton's oh, song, oh, okay. featuring heavily Kenny G. Okay. Uh, the smooth jazz and um, adult, adult contemporary crimped hair crossover that we needed to happen. Yeah. Uh, both these guys were mammoth to the chorus. Oh, that power. Oh, so awesome, Dave. <laughs> power. The perfect... Um, oh, I love this. This is a perfect <laughs> blend of smooth and bland. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. Um, oh. So, yeah, oh, we just... Here's Kenny. Yeah, there he is. That's his contribution. So, so Michael <laughs> is, is a, definitely a filled out version of Kenny J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like he has, I don't know, he's a little smoother than Michael. Michael has the power. Same kind of background music. Yeah. But um, I wouldn't say that Kenny G has the same kind of power through his horn. No, he's a little more smooth. Yeah. Little smoother. My parents had like 10 Kenny G albums. They had so many. The overlap must have been so insane. I feel like if yeah. you were, yeah. if you bought a Michael... Bolton CD, it might have just came with a Kenny G CD for free. It's like, oh, you you, you need this one too. I think his big album, Breathless, I think was the name of his big album. Interesting I, I title yeah, for a exactly. sax player. Exactly. Yeah. Especially a sax yeah. player who broke the record of longest breath, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Longest note ever. Yeah. He does what circle breathing or whatever. Yeah. 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 Something insane. So what, what's your what's your take on this one? You guys like it? This is I like really, it. I love this. Yeah, this I is. I like this Michael Bolton vibe almost more than the other ones that this hit number is, one. I think this, this is this is better than the number ones we've heard for sure. Well, this I think is way is. better than at least the cover he did. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, this so, is a great pick, Dave. I love this. So the next pick I took. Okay. Did you go in time order? Like, yeah, I'm going in time oh, order. Per- I love that. Okay, perfect. Okay, so this next song hit number one on the adult contemporaries charts. May 9th. Okay. It was there for one week. It's by another artist we are very familiar with. Okay. Richard Marks. Oh, the song yes. is called Hazard. <laughs> and it's from an album called Rush Street. Okay. Now, Brandon, you might say this, but 80s hangover. Just from the from the get-go. Okay. Um I picked this because it's it has those Mr. Mr. production qualities. Uh, touches of that and it's also kind of like a Bon Jovi cowboy fantasy Ooh. song you'll hear it more when it gets to the verse but I like it better than when when John Bond does it you'll hear it right here in the verse right now oh Sting um, Sting I, I was I gonna say yeah. George Michael George Michael yes from the Faith album very similar melody oh, that to um, yes. Yeah, hand in mouth. I said sting. That's what I was thinking of, though. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, it's it's also more beat than uh, most of the tracks on this um, the, on on this uh, playlist or not yeah. playlist on this chart. On the chart, yeah. Um, so I wanted to do something that was a little more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear a little Chris Isaac mm-hmm. in this, and uh, yeah, I was gonna say sting. I wrote Sting as well. It's definitely Sting. It's funny. This song's called Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, those synths are like, it's not contemporary to 92, really. No. 
But another one where I like this vibe for him. It's me too. For him. Oh, yes. I was going to say that too. I like that I, more than a lot I, of the hits. I like Right Here Waiting. <laughs> yeah, me too. This be- definitely better than Satisfied. Although I, I, yeah, I kind of I I like Satisfied. <laughs> Satisfied's so funny. I don't well, mind Here Waiting for you, but it's like, that's. I feel like that's just Brian Adams territory. It, yeah. And like I like this vibe He for sounds Mars. a lot like Brian Adams, I think vocally. I think he sounds kind of similar. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is this one. Cool. And the third one I picked this, uh, So this actually The next one I'm picking uh, Hit number one The following week uh, May 16th okay. And it held on the charts For five weeks This might be the biggest song I'm not sure From this chart It's called Hold On My Heart By a band I don't think we'll see Ever again on these charts Genesis oh. From an album called We Can't Dance uh, Pretty similar vibe to the, yeah. the Bolton track, mm-hmm. but it, oh man, it feels so good. Oh man, I've never heard this before. I mean, Phil's voice over these textures. I can't wait to hear it. Rules. Yeah. It's, it's like I love it, and this is a last proper Genesis album with Phil as the lead singer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I know this song. This is, this is right. I definitely know this song. Didn't know this was a Genesis song. This chord change right here, so subtle. You, oh, you did know this I one. I know this song really well. Yeah, I didn't know. I just suck with song titles. Ethereal tone, ghosty synth patches. But um, amazing. As the song progresses, you will hear all the dorky chord changes that Genesis is, you know, obsessed with. I guess like feels feels a little more straightforward, structurally. Yeah, um, in his solo career, Genesis, you hear a little more experimentation, but I guess it still hits the public because it's the same lead singer. And people mm-hmm. love his voice. Yeah. Uh, Bram, were you uh, familiar with this track? No. Yeah, me neither. This is as soon as you played it, it just a random memory I have of this song. I couldn't even tell you the last time I listened to this song, but I, I know it. It's awesome. Maybe my parents had this. I don't know. It's really good. Yeah. Love the vibe. Love, love the vibe. This, this is... Love those harmonies. I'm trying to decide if this is my favorite of the three you played. It was hard for me. Well, I, I think I, I definitely like it more than Richard Marx. Yeah. Richard, Richard Marx I like a lot. the number three for sure, but it's good. This is when it gets real, real Genesis. Real Genesis. 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 So other artists that hit number one... On this chart, yeah, you know stuff we've seen already. Uh, Mariah Carey okay. with her cover of the "I'll Be There." Yeah, um, so some overlap there. Some yeah. overlap there, and of course, "I Will Always Love You." Sparks great, Whitney Houston. But um, Selena Dion starts making her appearances. Uh, she, yeah. if you asked me to, I was almost gonna pick, but I knew we'd, we'd see her later on. We will, yeah. I knew this would be kind of a farewell to Phil. I like that. And a farewell to, maybe not to, maybe to Michael, I don't, Bolton, I don't know. Definitely to Richard R- Marks, I think. De- yeah, definitely Richard Marks, but yeah. Um, Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton, also a pretty big yeah. adult contemporary track this year. Yeah. I like that you didn't pick that one, though. Yeah. It's pretty, yeah. Yeah. The one I was almost going to pick to was Elton John's The One. Oh, was, I love that song. That actually might, that was on for six six weeks, so that, that, that crushed this one. This is like 
what, this chart is the vibe of our show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's yeah. so good. I think this Genesis one is my favorite of the three. Yeah, I think I, it is. I, this I is, love this it. is awesome. so pure. So cool. I love this. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's bring it on to something a little more upbeat. Let's take it to Dan. Are we going to go to mine or Brandon's? I, th- I think. Yeah, let's go to Dan's. Let's go to Dan. Oh, yeah, all right, cool. Dave, very good. That was that was great. Oh, thank you, man. All right. Oh, seriously, thank you so I'm much. I'm very excited about uh, about all these, really. Yeah, I, I'm excited. This is stuck on something. Not like stuck on Huey your Lewis dick. stuck on you. Stuck on your pee-pee. <laughs> Sorry. Can I get a little more slack? I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. It's stuck on something. It's like when, uh, when a couple's trying to have a kid. Yeah, we've been trying. <laughs> Just make it work with what you... Okay, yeah, we're good. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I don't need the full chart open in front of me. We never... So, what's up? Well, so we didn't do our rankings for the year, so we're going to have to go back and do we that. We can do that. Oh, no, that'll be the end of the show. End. That's kind of what I was thinking anyway. Yeah. Sure. Dave, do you have a favorite Genesis from your three? What? Gen- favorite? You just said... Do you have a favorite... Genesis. Is it Genesis from your three? Okay. I literally say... Sorry. I was just trying to subliminally tell me that that's, that should be <laughs> oh, my favorite. Actually, yeah. that, do you have a favorite Genesis of your three? <laughs> like uh, Kevin Elon, he does that. <laughs> Mr. Subliminal. Uh, no, yeah, it is Genesis for sure. Okay. Brandon, you too? Yeah. Yeah. Although I love that Michael Bolton one too. It I love good. it. That's a close Kennedy. second. Yeah. Okay. So this is the Dance Club Songs chart from 1992. Uh-huh. Uh, pick three. Um, I didn't. I didn't take a peek at Brandon's chart, but I know that the adult contemporary didn't have as many. This had like thirty plus songs. Mm-hmm. The da- every year the dance club chart songs. It's one week, one yeah. week songs. It's so many songs. It makes sense. Yeah, you, you would like, assume it's a younger crowd. They're a little right. more fickle. Sorry. They yeah. want to hear something different at the club yeah. every week. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense for sure. Um, a lot of fun stuff. A lot of repetitive stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> like like I just, just so yeah. much repetition with these uh, songs but there's some outliers um i'll talk more about it after i play all three of these but i didn't go in a direction you guys would expect okay. i went i went a pretty non-traditional route on purpose okay because it's inter- some of these are interesting that they made a dance chart but you can understand why but they're all three of them are good for different reasons i'd cool. say i'm excited to hear i'd say you're definitely going to know two of these well no no no. you're definitely going to know one of these you might know another one this first one i'm about to play i don't think you're going to know this and i'm excited about it okay <laughs> This is the Dance Club Songs, no longer presented by Danny. It's presented by Dance Tinson, <laughs> a.k.a. Dan E. That's Dan hyphen E, E as in ecstasy. <laughs> Which played a big role in, right. d- in 90s dance. Big time. Mm-hmm. 92. Here we go. How could you dance without ecstasy in the 90s? See, like, why does it, I know. I was, why is it automatically muted? I hate that that, that happens. Protect people's ears. Okay. Ooh. Is that a piece? I want to play this for a little so bit. So high. Ooh. Chanky. This one put a big smile on my face. You're not going to believe who this is by. The tones are so like tinny. Yeah. Yeah. Now Roger? Yeah. Is it? It's it's by Chic. It's Chic. Uh, in 92. Oh okay. shit. Yeah. So this is Chic Mystique by Chic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, spent one week at number one on the dance club charts, March 21st. Right here's the verse one. Classic uh, Chic. Yeah. 
sound for the most part. Right, exactly. And it's funny that they made this kind of resurgence in the 90s. So, I had no idea. Written and produced by Nile Rodgers. Um, Cheek, led by Nile Rodgers. Uh, they blew up in the disco era. They had, you know, their big hits were They Freak, Good Times. Um, after the anti-disco reaction at the end of the 70s, the band struggled to obtain both airplay and sales. Mm-hmm. And during the early 1980s, they disbanded. After a 1989 birthday party where Rodgers, Edwards, Paul Schaefer, and Anton Figg played <laughs> old played old chic songs, Rodgers and Edwards organized a reunion of the old band. And that's what this is. Uh, Amazing. Okay. They recorded a new material, a single Chic Mystique, uh, remixed by Masters at Work, mm-hmm. and subsequent album Chicism. That's the name of this album that it's from. <laughs> um, both of which charted and played live all over the world to great audience and critical acclaim. So it's like a resurgence Sweet. for them. Yeah. I had no idea. That would be one. like a fun fun song to play. It's just really fun. It's like, it's yeah. what a great group. Yeah. Like, and not what you'd expect when you think of 90s house music at all. No. <laughs> like 90s dance club songs. But apparently this was played in the clubs, this song. Mistake. Freak out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Same you kind of thing. It. Same sound. Nile, very Nile Rodgers sound. Like, he was still um, a big producer for yeah. at least a part of the 80s. Right. Yeah. And I think. He was still uh, producing quite a bit. Yeah. The chic rhythm section, uh, they were still like playing in a lot of people's albums yeah. and stuff. But again, as you'll see the trend in a lot of these dance songs, this is just as repetitive as any yeah. other dance oh, yeah. song. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. That's why I wanted to play it. Come All on. Right, moving on. You guys might know this one. I was obsessed with this a second I heard it. Jamiroquai? No. Dun, 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 dun. When the vocal comes in, you'll probably know who it is. This sounds um, familiar. Vocal sounds very familiar. Yeah. We know the artist? Y- you definitely do. Well, maybe the chorus comes in soon. Is it like Patti LaBelle? Uh, no. Gloria close. Gaynor? Close. Donna Summer? Close. You guys, come on. Oh, it's, um, um, what's her name from The Pips? No. No? Chorus is coming. I just want to hear the chorus. And then from I'll The tell Pips? You. No. Is it Shaka? Shaka. Is it? Oh, I can kind of hear it so now. So good. Oh, that's okay. sick. Listen, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom again. I can't hold it. That's fine. So this <laughs> is... That's cool. I'll talk to Dave. He was dancing more than us because he had to pee. Um, so this is Love You All, my, Love you All my Lifetime by Shaka Khan. Ah. Um, so this is one week on the dance club charts. Uh, we're in May 23rd. The mm. uh, album is called The Woman I Am. Uh, it's the first track released from the album. Yeah. R- written by... The German songwriting duo of Ermgard Klarman and Felix Weber, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, produced by David Gamson and was Shaka Khan's fifth number one on the U.S. dance chart. Really? Okay. Yeah. So, so it's, a la- it's a later album of hers. Again, I didn't know she was relevant. Yeah. Uh, so I guess she had she was doing more dancier kind of stuff. Yeah. Very modern l- later sound. On. Very, yeah. More modern than the Chic song. Way more. But still not this kind of... Dance club, I think. Oh no, you that, that you would expect more songy. It's like a little, it's, it's more like, songy. Yeah, yeah there's more of a song structure there. Now, is the other type of typical '90s house music on the chart, and that you pick the ones that weren't that? There's a so that that's the thing. There's like 30 different songs on right. it. I'd say this next one I'm picking isn't typical either. Okay, but I'm gonna list some songs that are. They, I avoided them because they all sound the same. Like, well, that's, no. I was just curious to know yeah. if that these that are kind of outliers, and I'll list some a- afterward. Um, 
yeah, but this is, I mean, you, this, this is grooves. It's fantastic. Yeah. I, I really like this. I figured you guys would like this too. Um, my third pick, hopefully there's no overlap here with a, a song on Brandon's chart. It might be. Um, I th- actually, actually, I think it is on Brandon's chart. Hopefully there's no overlap here, but I got handed the cable first. So <laughs> um, I'm going to move on to my third pick from June 13th. One week at number one. Okay. Did you pick this one? I didn't pick this uh, okay, one. Good. Okay, good. Because I, I set rules for myself. Okay, good. Okay. But I just thought it was interesting that this song got to like the dance trip. Well, I mean. So it, this is also on my R&B e, rap right. chart. Yes. So there is overlap. Says yet. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Not yet. I said, I'm saying I don't know it yet. Well, it, wait till the beat kicks in. and Touch me. I don't know. Woman? To man? Is this Janet Jackson? No. Huh? Dance. Oh, it's Michael Jackson. Yes. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what in song? the This is in the closet. Oh, cool. Michael cool. Jackson. This is yeah. a dance hit. Yeah. This and an R and B. And an R and B chart. Ah. So I'm gonna talk about that. I love this song so much. One of the cooler songs off the album. Yep. Uh Dangerous. What like Probably like third favorite on yeah, Dangerous for me. me. Too, me too. Um, June thirteenth, one week at number one on the uh, Dance Club Songs chart. It's a third single from Dangerous, third consecutive top ten pop single for Michael. Um, number six on the Hot One Hundred. It got up to number six. Mm-hmm. Number one on the Hot R and B Singles chart. Um, and then it was written, composed by Michael and Teddy Riley. Uh, it's about keeping a relationship secret between lovers, not sexual orientation. Big misconception. Mm. Keep uh, keeping it in the closet. That's not really what the song's about. Yeah. Interesting that he would do that. Though. Right. That's like a very famous exactly uh, saying. Um, the New York Times stated only Jackson would use that title for a heterosexual love song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a little out of touch. Like, right. Yeah. Um, the song's female vocal was a, was originally labeled "Mystery Girl" in quotes, but was later revealed to be Princess Stephanie of Monaco. <laughs> um, originally. Conceived as a duet between Jackson and Madonna. Yeah, I uh, wish I wish. I know I wish so bad. Uh, according to a '92 interview with British journalist Jonathan Ross, Madonna said she worked on some lyrical ideas for the song, but when she presented them to Michael, he decided they were too provocative, and they decided not to continue with the project. Yeah, lame. Michael being lame as shit, unfortunately. <laughs> but wait, wait, don't turn it off until we get to this. The I know to this chorus thing. I know. Ooh. Oh yeah, he saves it for. Like, so, what, so two minutes in? Yeah. It's cool. So this one's good. certainly more 90s dancier than, than the other two. Yeah. But still an interesting song to hit a number one on the dance charts. Oh, yeah. Hear this vocal line right here. Keep it in the closet. Oh, yep, I knew that part. But um, the question I have to you related is, like, were other songs from Dangerous all over his chart? No. This is the only song from Dangerous on the chart. Well, maybe next year there's more, but... Uh, no. Or maybe last year. Maybe last year, because it's 92. Oh, yeah. And the album right. came out True. in 91. Okay. Okay. So let me, um, let me fade out a bit here. So um, I'll tell you some other songs listed. So basically, like I said, I picked a non-traditional 90s dance house music route uh, that you would expect. But some others that, hit, when, that were on this list, Rhythm is a Dancer. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm sure you know that's that 92, one. huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, rhythm is a dance by Snap with an exclamation point. <laughs> um, Everybody's free to feel good. You guys might know that one by Roselle. Everybody's free to feel good. You know that I one? Don't know. That's like a popular one that I remember from the 90s. Okay. Um, 
Erotica by Madonna. Ooh. Also on the song Erotica. Oh, um, yeah. Very sexual again. Similar vibe to Justify My Love. Very similar. Yeah. So a sequel. That's why I didn't really want to include it. Um, and also from the Bodyguard soundtrack, it's going to be a lovely day. The Bill Withers remake. Oh. Yeah. Like, um, but it's with, it's, it samples that um, a lovely, lovely day. Right. Lovely. But then they rap. And mm. it's by the group. They're called Soul System. But it's, I know it's that S dot O dot U dot L dot. That's how the soul system is. Like it's it's S dot Y dot <laughs> S dot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's that. That's the whole how, time? That's the name of. Well, they don't say that. That's just what their artist name is. Right. Soul system. But So what each, is it an acronym for? I don't know. Um, and yeah. So that's uh, that's my dance club songs. I, p- I picked interesting choices. I'll probably go a little more traditional with the next year, but these three were really good, and yeah. I, I included them for a reason. The Shaka Khan, I, I, that's probably yeah, my that's favorite great. one. That was really good. My yeah. favorite one? Michael Jackson. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah, it's so good. Um, okay, so I set up a couple rules for mine. <gasps> one, I didn't want to play anything. Originally, I didn't want to play anything by um, any artist that we have talked about. Okay. Or any song that we talked about, because there was... Some things that I talked about, even on this episode, I like that that got blocked. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll explain more a little after. I changed one of the rules mm-hmm. just for one of the picks. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I'll explain why. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! Seven, six. I yeah. picked this. This is Boys to Men. Beyonce, uh-uh. Beyonce samples. Oh yeah, yeah. Be- oh, this is song Beyonce samples because yeah. makes sense. As much as I like End of the Road, I love this vibe yeah, so yes. much more. I know this it's song cool. really well. Uh, ah, it's called, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Um, <gasps> my Spotify just magnified to like a thousand percent. Yeah, know this song really well. This is it was a great pick, Brandon. Yeah, I love their slow. This is a good slow jam vibe for them. Um, it, it The Beyonce song. Uh, Countdown. Countdown. Samples. Ten, nine. Yeah, That's that, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has a bit of an Egyptian pharaoh vibe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aladdin, <laughs> next year. Very sexual, this song. Very Is good. Is it next year? I, or maybe this year. I wonder if Aladdin... I feel like Aladdin I feel like it was, was earlier. Maybe Aladdin is this year. I think... It, I thought For some reason, I thought it was uh, 91. Uh, could be. Actually, it could be. Um, so yeah, I wanted to pick this just be, just to show the contrast of the other things yeah. that were going on mm-hmm. with Boyz Men because yeah. I don't that stuff doesn't appear on the charts, Mm-mm. the right. number one charts. Right. So I wanted to do that. Very cool. Okay. This for the fans. Um, okay. So this is where now because these are our sections, our rules. Do you know what week that was? A number one, or no, do you have I that information? That up. Okay, that's fine. Um, I did deviate over into the rap chart. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, because this one went for six weeks and was it was a really really big hit and is really great. Awesome. Okay, so this is Cypress Hill with the funky feel one. Mm. This is this is the the ninety one rap chart is 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 good. There's a lot of really great stuff on it, but this is where things start. You can really tell start coming to a head. With, with the hits. This has 13 different samples involved. Like, they were just mm. throwing the kitchen sink in there right. and making awesome sounding stuff. Cool. Very bomb track, Public Enemy sounds. Exactly. And Public Enemy's all over these charts, too. Mm. Um, the samples. Bomb Squad is the name of the group, actually. It's a bomb track, but anyway. The samples. This from is a bomb track. 
the samples from are all over the place. And, right. And it, it's I just love the way that it was constructed, especially when you listen to the breakdown. Do you know the samples? Oh yeah, there's a, there's it's James Brown. I was gonna it's ask, the meters, it James it's Brown? Cool in the Gang, Izzy Brothers, another James Brown, Rufus Thomas, The Bar Case, Funky Four, White Heat, another James Brown, Rufus Thomas. <laughs> Um, the only song I really knew by them was uh, "Insane in the Membrane." Yeah, they sound they do sound insane. Like like they're they do sound like they're crazy. Yeah, like, like I love Are it. Are they yeah. crazy? Their sound is cool. Should they, they be making music? I don't know if they should be. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, yeah, this is what hip hop starts to get like pretty classic. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, that's not that, 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 in a car. This kind of music is perfect for a car. Yeah. 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 Very okay. cool. Okay. So, this... So, that song was not on the R&B, R&B hip-hop rap chart. chart. It, was the, it was on the rap chart. It was chart. on the rap chart. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the rapture. Rapper's, the rapture. And and the reason I kind of wanted to pick is, well, it, it did stand out to me in general, but then the fact that it went six weeks, I thought was significant. Yeah. Nothing else did that right. on, on the show. That's a big one. Okay. So, this one... My gosh. This one was the first two weeks... Of 1992 mm-hmm. on the R&B uh-huh. hip-hop chart, uh-huh. and I'm in love with this song. Okay. And I knew this song. This is Shanice with I Love Your Smile. I know that sample or yeah. whatever that, that part sounds familiar. Okay, wait till we get into this. Okay. <laughs> this is so cool. Uh, yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so ready? Things wow. are going to start making sense. This was produced by Narada Michael Walden. Right. Okay. Features background laughter from Janet Jackson. I was going to say, sounds just like Janet Jackson. It's like a little more experimental or something. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Than Janet Jackson, but it's very similar. Uh, Is there background smiling from Janet Jackson? I think so. Um, you, You can hear that too. God, I, I listened to this song so much the other day. Um, also features Branford Marsalis uh, oh, on nice. saxophone. Oh, nice. Sax, yeah. Uh, and it was... Oh, I'm sorry. No, the, the song was written by Narada Michael Walson, and it was also co-produced by Louis Bianchinello, hmm. who produced uh, Elton John, Tevin Campbell, Whitney Houston, Taylor Dane, Al Jarreau, mm-hmm. like cool. a bunch of people. So, yeah, I just was like, this is so parallel to Janet, especially with those, like, nasty riffs. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. And, yeah. like... Um, Orchestra hit. I love it. But, um... It's a little more jazzy, yes, and experimental. Or no, this is straight up jazz. Like, you, you, Bradford Marsalis is on it, and it makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's definitely jazzy while still maintaining a pop thing. I just see teeth. I see the smile so strongly in my brain. Yeah. So um, I'll I, tell you some of the other songs that see a molar went to number one on this chart that I didn't want to play because of we all know them mm-hmm. or we talked about him. Um, Michael Jackson, remember the time? Of course. God, Prince number Diamond. number one song, dangerous for me. Remember yeah. the time, definitely. Prince, diamonds and pearls. Okay. Uh, en Vogue, you're never gonna get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two appearances of R. Kelly 
unfortunately. That can't, can't talk banned from the podcast. Banned. Banned, banned from the podcast. Banned, yeah. Um, Not even going to get into it. Uh, Janet Jackson and Luther Vandross, the best things in life are free. But of course, banned from the podcast as well. <laughs> Who? Both of them. Janet Luther, Jackson and Luther, Luther Vandross. <laughs> Luther Vandross, because he's dead? Banned, yeah. Sorry, we can't cover TLC, that. baby, baby, baby. No. Uh, also Bobby, banned. Bobby Brown bumping around. Um... And Maybe. Jodeci. I was going to pick Jodeci. <laughs> oh, Jodeci is cool. Instead yeah, of Cypress yeah. Hill, but I figured we kind of know that. So, uh, I uh, yeah. I like that you did three different like yeah. areas. It was very cool. My favorite song? The last one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Easily. 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I love the, I love Boys to Men, too, but um, that last one was great. Yeah. I just, again, I mean, I saw Molars. Yeah, it's just a happy song. I saw Bicuspids. <laughs> Lateral Sizers. <laughs> Wisdom Teeth, Premolars. So we have Dave's bonus chart now. Okay, so this is a bonus. Excited. This is so crazy. Um, and I feel like, especially this time period, 1992, it, there's a genre that's very, uh, I think, uh, bubbling up, and it's it's hitting the, the mainstream. And that chart I decided to represent from that genre is alternative rock. Okay. Well, isn't there another alt chart? There's alternative rock, and then there's... Just rock, right? There is mainstream rock. There's actually a, a distinction. Yeah. This is alternative songs under the rock. Uh, like tab. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, nice. So there's some, but I didn't go like, you might expect 1992, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Yeah, I, I would think more grunge, yeah. Uh, gr- you know, straight up Seattle like yeah. uh, sounding music. I didn't really go that way because there was a lot of different uh, artists that made that were not really fit that bill. Mm-hmm. Don't really fit that bill. So my name, by the way, for this is Generation Dave X. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't say my name. <laughs> oh, oh, we didn't wait, say your name. Oh, we didn't say Brandon has like a bunch of names. <laughs> Which one do you go with? He has some AKAs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that from the 90s, that was Two's Pac. Two's Pac. Or Two's Live Crew. Short. Two's Live Crew. Two's Live Crew. I love that. Didn't we? There were some other ones. It's all in the text. Yeah, we'll thread. save. I don't. I have it open. We'll save it for later, another time. Um. So. So this is what was a generation. Dave X. Dave X. <laughs> <laughs> generation D, maybe. No. Okay. Generation Dave X. Generation. Okay, so the first song I picked is. This is kind of like the Genesis thing. You're saying goodbye to a band that was more popular in a, a different era. Yeah. Is they're kind of carrying over and making one last stab. Mm-hmm. A band that just broke up, a band that's very influential to me, uh, a band called Talking Heads. And the song uh. is called Saxon Violins. It's actually the last single they ever released. Uh, three years after their last album, Naked. S- you guys, Sa- do you guys know the song? Mm-hmm. I don't. Saxon Violins? Saxon Violins. Okay. Um, Dan, those are two instruments. Those are two instruments. I know. I played one of them. <laughs> I know. I have your violin. But I don't know if you knew this, Dan. Sax and violins means sex and violence. Oh, shit. And it took me years to catch that because I'm such a, a, a prude, you know? I'm such a naive <laughs> boy. It wasn't until I started listening to lyrics a little bit more. I was like, oh, it means sex and violence. Uh, yeah, last talking hand single, as I said. It doesn't sound like anything else from this year. Um... Cause it's not even a rock song. It really is not even a rock song. Uh, but I guess this is a white artist, and it's not soulful, <laughs> so it's rock. 
and it's I think it's more tropical, very rhythmic, very inspired by polyrhythms. Um, and this you know, is on Naked. It's not on Naked. Oh, I thought. Oh. Um, it's sorry. It was released three years after, after Naked, Naked. All right, which was their last album. Right. Um, and this is um, in the video. David Byrne, the lead singer and the songwriter, um, is only with Jerry Harrison. Okay. And uh, husband and wife rhythm section. Chris. Uh, same. Whatever. Chris and uh, Tina Weymouth. They. Um, they didn't make an appearance because they were, were pretty. There's a lot of blood, 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 yeah. blood. Yeah. And he, uh, I think he faxed them. He said, "Like I'm quitting the band." <laughs> That's so 90s. So 90s. Wow. Making use of new technology. Yeah. Is that new? No. <laughs> Definitely it's 80s. Yeah. Um, but yeah. David Byrne is some really cool stuff after this, but yeah. uh, Talking Heads, no more. Yeah. Sad. Sad. Yeah, you don't. You oh shit. <laughs> When you think 90s alternative, you certainly don't think, you don't talk, think Talking not, Heads. You don't think sad. Talking Heads, but very cool. That was that was on the chart for one week, and it debuted February 1st, 1992. Next song I picked is one reason why I picked this is because um, it's kind of a, you know, I, I, it's a gift to Brandon. Okay. Because recently, we, we might have even discussed this before. Uh, the body of work of Peter Gabriel was not on Spotify for so long. Mm-hmm. Even when we were, I was doing prepping for this uh, episode, he wasn't on. Right. This is a new development. Yeah. Spotify. Is so that, is that as of this week that we're recording uh, this? Last week. Last week. So mm-hmm. we, so end of May. So I originally had a, a different second song, but uh, to make it relevant of right now, um, I love Peter Gabriel. He had two songs that hit number one on the alternative charts. One is called Steam. The other one is called uh, Digging Digging in the, th- in the Dirt. It's from his album Us from 1992. And uh, it's a tribute to Brandon. I feel like I love Peter Gabriel as well. I was not familiar with his song. I definitely don't know. But it. it's cool. It's got a cool vibe. Uh, Peter Gabriel, not one of my... You know this, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. And I don't. I know. I was just saying, not even an hour ago. Yeah. that I don't know us it's, as well. Yeah, but I, I've listened through this album a couple times. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's kind of similar to Talking Heads, very relevant in a in a uh, other era. Right. You could hear the '90s in this song. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Peter Gabriel was in Genesis. He was in uh, solo artists. You know, '70s and '80s. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, his last uh, album that really made an impact on the on the charts. Yeah. Um. Peter Gabriel, not one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, not top 10 or anything. Maybe top 50 or something like that. Yeah. But um, one of my favorite vocalists. Yeah. His voice is so good. Amazing. So good. Such a strange timbre to his voice. Yeah. So strange. But you can see that he's definitely, as you're saying, using 90s uh, sounds. Definitely. Incorporating is, into his sound. This is really cool. He was always, you know, ahead of the curve with... Yeah. Yeah. Style and production Even techniques. in the 80s, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other song that hit number one was Steam, and that was definitely like kind of like a recreation of Sledgehammer. Very similar sounds. Okay. That's why I didn't want to pick it, because this one's a little different. This is cool, though. Yeah. I like this a lot. This part's great. Yeah. Love the harmony. Apparently, this song is about um, Rosanna Arquette. 
who he's dating. Uh, mm. I think he's broke up with her. Mm. And it's apparently a more personal song than previous. Than he normally does. Yeah, or yeah. something like that. Um, which is kind of cool. So that, this is uh, Peter Gabriel. Great. The last song I picked is... Oh, shit. <laughs> Keep doing that. Um, this is probably more in line with what we thought alternative music sounds like okay. in the 1992 era. This is by a band. I think we, I think we all know the band name. I don't know how familiar we are with the artist. Soul Asylum. Oh my okay. God. I don't, I, I don't think I can think of what they are. Do you know the name though, right? Yeah. 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 D- Dan, do you know what their song, their big song is? If you, oh, it's Runaway Train. Uh, yeah, I'm not playing that song. Never come back. That didn't hit number one. I don't. Right. I don't know. It's from the same album as this. Yeah, it's called from the album Grave Dancers Union. This song's called Somebody to Shove. Is it a Queen? Oh is it a Queen god. parody song? Oh my god. I think it's more of a um. Oh yeah, was that a Queen song? Somebody to love. Isn't there? What's the song by um? Anyway, listen to it real quick. Yeah. <laughs> the thing about this, I, I think I thought it'd be like, I don't love this sound. No. But the vocals were kind of cooler and like the arrangement was kind of kind of cooler than I thought it would be. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I think we need to show some of this sound. We're doing the alt chart. Yeah. In uh, my mind, when you said Soul Sign, I, th- I was thinking more Alice in Chains, darker yeah. sound. Like this is, it kind of sounds like Dinosaur Jr. Yeah. The yeah. vocal. Mm-hmm. Which I I kind of I kind of dug a bit, but somebody love is is there like a what's the sixties band that has a song like that? Oh, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, and I think that's a reference to that. Oh, okay. Because okay. you can I, I think when we get to the chorus, you can kind of hear it almost being a parody, like a direct lift. At least lyrically. Okay. We'll get to it after this pre-chorus. You think? Do you guys like this kind of music usually? No. No. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like opening credits of like American Pie. If it was <laughs> done like five does. years earlier, it's very punky. So funny, yeah. Right here. I need somebody to show. Oh yeah, definitely. Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, definitely. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, this stuff just bores me usually. I, I don't yeah, know. yeah. Not great. Um, other artists that hit number one, B52s were still around. Okay. Um, the Cure had their big song Friday. I'm in love. Mm. U2 obviously just put out. Uh, Achung Baby. Yeah. And some mysterious ways and one were on that list. One love. Um, one love. <laughs> Morrissey had a song, Tomorrow. And uh, the other artist that was pretty big was R.E.M. Uh, that song, Drive. Uh-huh. 10,000 Maniacs. You know these days? Um, mm, you would know if I, I probably it would know. It, yeah. yeah. And um, uh, Brand. I almost picked this too, but that would be too overkill. Uh, XTC had a song, The Ballad of Peter Pumpkinhead. Oh, okay. I don't know that one. <laughs> Two weeks on the charts for that one. <laughs> wow. Whoa. So we Board bills. Our, guys, we did, we did it. We did it. Our we, first foray into other charts into is other a success. Charts. Dave, your phone's about to fall again. Just <laughs> I'll let it fall. <laughs> um, so we need um, yeah. it's more of an internal note. 
but we need a we need a way to keep track of all these and then mention them somehow in the recap show, like the other charts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe like we pick our best song from one chart total or something. Yeah, like, I'm down for that. Something like that. So we'll keep a log of all these. So the only thing we gotta do is do our rankings. That's right. And then we'll leave you. We'll get the hell out of here. All right. Yeah. All right. 1992. Mm-hmm. Dave, what is your least favorite song? Uh, don't go to me yet, cause I need to look at the chart. <laughs> okay, I, I'm ready, Brandon. Dan, what okay. is your <laughs> what is your least Similar favorite question. song? So, 1992. Yeah. Least favorite on the Hot 100 chart. Oh, we man. are leaving the under the other charts. Yes. Um, least favorite. How do you talk to an angel? The Heights. I think very clearly, if I'm being honest. I'm just going to go right ahead and say I agree. With yeah. You. Oh, that's a clear one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank okay. you for, uh, <laughs> for helping. Yeah. Okay. Surprise now. I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Surprise. Um, only because I was very familiar with the group, with the artist, did not think this song was a number one song. Um, All for Love. Call Me Bad. That was my most surprising. Oh, I forgot that I wasn't plugged in. <laughs> I was like, wait, why am I hearing that? Uh, <laughs> Great. So I'm going with again, "All for Love" by Call Me Bad as my most surprising uh, number one song of the year. Um, just because I know their songs really well, that one I know didn't think it was as big of a hit as it was. Right. So my most surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I'm gonna just stick with what's playing right now because yeah, it, because it was from a show, um, and I didn't know that. So the whole part, of, everything about it is shocking to me. Definitely. Yeah, I was gonna, you know, just to deviate it. I this is uh, maybe my true one, but why not give it to? Um, Don't let the sun go down on me. Okay. Yeah. A, 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 I didn't really know a live cover would be a number one hit true. in 1992 by a, a 70s artist. Yeah, and like I kind of forgot it? about that song until Brandon mentioned it on the Faith episode. Yeah. I, so yeah, I like that too. Right, now, so, no, so no consensus surprise. No consensus surprise, but that's, that's okay. We don't look for consensus with that. No. I'm assuming we're only doing three, right? Definitely. Okay. It's a short year, short in terms of le- number of songs. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Are we doing three, 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 two, 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 one? Okay. Yeah, let's I'll, do it. Okay, you ready, Dave? Yep. I'll go first. Okay. Number three for 1992, third best of the year in the top three, Hot 100, number one songs. <laughs> Danny's pick. Don't let the sun go down on me. George Michael Elton John. Phenomenal song. Okay. Okay. Um, this is hard. Yeah, this was a tough one. Can I? Yeah. I don't know. See, I'm going to spoil you. I don't. There's something I don't know if you're going to do or not. Okay. What do you mean? <laughs> the song that carried over. Yeah. You could do that. I, I didn't because okay. I, I included it in my top yeah, five. Yeah, so for I'm last gonna year. I'm gonna do the same thing and, and exclude that. Okay. Um, I'm going to say this is a tough year for me, honestly. Uh, I'm gonna say End of the Road. Okay. As your um, third best. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna follow suit with Brandon. End of the Road is my third favorite song too. Okay. Um, number two for Danny in this year, 1992, is I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. Better than the piece of shit Dolly Parton version. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My number two 
is I'm Too Sexy. Oh, I love that. I, I, that's I so, really... That's so funny. I unironically <laughs> enjoyed the song when yeah. I listened to it. Fair enough. That's great. Okay, so number two for me uh, will be maybe in a similar reign, but I think it's a better song. Baby's Got Back. Really? I think it's a genius... I think I truly think it's a genius song that because it's overplayed, uh, you're not realizing how genius it is. Okay, that's fair. Fair enough. Um, number one for Danny of 1992, mm-hmm. Hot 100 list, End of the Road, Boys to Men. I think no surprise there. You guys know me pretty well. My clear number one. And my number one is Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me. Great. Uh, my number one Dave, is not a cover from the 70s. It's a song that debuted in 1992 and hit number one in 1992. Vanessa Williams. Save the best for last. Wow. Which I did. I saved the best song for last. I wonder if this makes End of the Road the winner. Because you guys had it as number three. And I had it number one. Can I make a change? Make a change. Why? Because I don't like that if you're doing it based on what we picked. Do you want to put number black or white back in there? No, because I honestly... Just, and just because I didn't make my, I'm doing. I just did this on the fly. Okay, fair. Okay, I. I mean, yeah, do whatever you want. I yeah. can say, honestly, that I love that song more than End of the Road. Which song? Save the best for last. So that's my number three. Okay, so what happens now? <sighs> um, that's fine. I mean, I was very close to putting that in my top three as well. Save the best for last. It's really good. If there's a tie situation, let me know. There is a tie situation. Yeah, you did the quick math. Don't let the sun go down on me. And there's a four, and the road, there's a three-way right? tie with points. Yeah, and the road. What's the other one? Save the best for last. Oh yeah, there's a three-way for there's even points I, because yeah. I switched. It's a one and a three. Sa- what are the three songs again? Tell me. End of the road, save the best for last, and don't let the sun go down on me. So you know what we have to do. Is we each have to rank those songs now. Okay. Just those three. So anything else <laughs> in your top three is out of the question. <laughs> um, man, you guys didn't have Whitney in your top three? That's really bizarre. I mean, like, I kind of made my point on, on the air. It's like, one I, of the most incredible song. it's like one of the most incredible songs ever. That's weird. Okay. Um, okay, so Dan... Here, here, I'll give my rank for those three songs, okay? Okay. My number one is Don't Let the Sun. Okay. My number two is Save the Best. Okay. And my number three is End of the Road. Okay. Dan? Uh, I will do... Yeah, I mean, I'm going to stick with basically it, my thing here. Will anything change if we do this? Maybe. maybe It might because of the points, because they're okay. in different okay. positions. So I will rank then end of the road, number one. Don't let the sun go down to me, number two. Save the best for last, number three. Yeah, Saving my, it for last. <laughs> my my <laughs> last place. Save the best for last is my one. Uh-huh. Two is end of the road. Three is don't let the sun go down to me. I don't know if it, I, I don't know if that changes anything or not. Let's see. If there's a two-way tie, I, I'll I'll pick something because I feel like I'm the outlier with you guys. Well, maybe not. Let, let's, let's see. Hmm. 
danger. <laughs> the song's brutal. We keep playing the worst song. <laughs> it's oh another God. three-way tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, what, yeah. I just thought because mine bumped up to a number two, right. it might... No. Like I'll a, tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll do something right now. I'll do something right now. Okay. I'll switch out... I'll make End of the Road still my number one. I'm not leaving that. Okay. I'll make Save the Best for Last number two. And I'll make Don't Let the Sun Go Down on me number three. Then Save the Last Dance is best. Then so- Damn. Save the last dance. <laughs> yeah. Save the best for last is the best song. Yeah. I'll accept that. You know what? I'll, sa- I'll settle for that. And, and it is. But I also I'll kind of called that. it. I also kind of fucked up, though. If I didn't change my rankings, End of the Road would have won. If you didn't change your rankings last second. Because I put Save the Best for <laughs> but last that's true. number three. You're, you're speaking from the heart. This is a beautiful song. It wasn't in my top three originally, but that's fine. I mean, it was a close. It was close. If you think about both songs are good for End of the Podcast. Yeah. End of the podcast. No, I'm saying end of the end of this podcast. Right? Oh yeah, end of the per- road permanently. Save the da- the best dance for twice. <laughs> Save the last. Save the best <laughs> dance for twice. <laughs> I love this song. I, I'm, yeah. I'm cool with this being the winner. That's okay. fine. All right, and she's well, a beautiful woman. So this year, in many ways, had the the highest percentage of songs that I knew that we've all the years yes. we've covered so far that I knew really well. Yeah. I think the Heights was the only song I didn't know. Same. Yeah. I think I knew every Same. other song pretty well. So, so say what you, I mean, does that make this a better year, worse year? I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I, I like this one better as a whole compared to 91. I'll say that. Yeah. I think I definitely did. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to, we're going to 91 won't fare well in the, the, uh, in the, ranking. the no, rankings. It won't. The year-end rankings. Ninety though, ninety was good. Ninety was fun. Ninety was good, but anyway, we don't have to do that now. <laughs> hey, let's get out of here. We gotta get out of here. This is yeah. nineteen ninety-two. We'll see you guys in nineteen ninety-three. Season two keeps going strong into the nineties. Eighties are better. <laughs> <laughs> Later. This we is Danny. Hate, we hate doing this, uh, Dave. <laughs> this is great. We hate nineties music. No, it's good. Dance tense in here. <laughs>